Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Cheap Show. This week, coming from Southampton, I'm Eli Silverman. <laughs> Who else is here? <laughs> it's me, Paul Gannon. Uh, and welcome to, yes, the Cheap Show podcast. Hooray! Yay! Um, uh, so, yeah, we are in Southampton. This is one of our pre-records. It's not live. Our live shows are much more... Ooh, They're much more... Ooh, ooh. They're a bit more... Ooh. <laughs> it's a bit more... Uh, push it! Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they're, they're a bit more fizzy. Anyways, what we're trying to get in part uh, to you. And this is a bit more restrained, a bit more relaxed I'm feeling, podcast experience. I'm feeling very Sunday. Are you? Oh, yes. Good, because it's Sunday. Yes. Uh, anyway, so what, we're, what we thought we'd do is introduce each other. If you don't know who Eli and Paul Gannon are, we're going to tell you via descriptive thought. So, uh, Eli, you describe me to the audience. Once upon a time, ladies and gentlemen they decided to genetically breed a mutant race of Milky Bar kids. <laughs> and they it was all going well, but there was one slight mutation that they hadn't accounted for, the Ganon gene. And he, imagine, if you will, uh, a renegade Milky Bar kid who won't take it anymore and breaks out of the compound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling it. <laughs> he's running, he's running down little country lanes, his feet are bleeding, and there's helicopters going overhead. <laughs> and then he's like, Ganon! And then he worked, he went and worked for uh, Muller, Muller Yogurts. So is this so you can do that? Ooh, Ganon. <laughs> that's you know Danon, that's not Muller. The show. You said to me before the show, I've got a really funny one. I have yet to believe what you're saying is funny. That's funny. A renegade. Genetically mutated clone, Milky Bar child. That's, I mean, that's not too bad. I had five minutes to think of it. Yeah, well, what, what's, what is? Uh, let me guess what your intro is going to be. I'll Something about me being hairy A, a tramp B, short C. All did right. it? Did it involve any of those three things? Uh, you know what? Let me just do my bit. Okay, and then we'll see. All right. Yeah. So this lazy, drunk, ugly fuck, <laughs> Eli. Right. He looks, he, he's basically a knuckle-dragging cretin <laughs> who fucking lives off tabs and beer and freebies from his well-intentioned mates who fucking think he's going to pull through and sort his life out one day. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I know the future, and the future is not orange. It's dark. Eli Silverman, the darkest black hole in the universe full of arseholes, bleeding shit into the world and calling it Progressive art. Eli Silverman, deluded. Deluded, ugly, hairy, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> yeah, you Fuck. really are. Wow. Anyway, that's Eli. I love him. Hi. I do love him. Good. Hello. Uh, so, yeah, how are you doing? Yeah. Good. This is the first time you've been to Southampton, isn't it? In a while? Or it is. ever? It is the first time in lovely Southampton. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, it's kind of like I expected it to be. Um, depressing. <laughs> pretty depressing, yeah. <laughs> Look, I've lived here for a while. I like it. I've got a great job here. I'll be honest. I'm sick of seeing overweight women pregnant with tattoos all over their body. That's kind of the the overall theme I seem to see. Yeah, and that's just uh, just at home. Hey, hey, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> I like you, ladies and gentlemen. Like you. So, uh, yeah, there's... Um... I will be playing that clip to my girlfriend <laughs> for you to apologise for the rest of your life to. So there is some nice uh, brutalist architecture, I noticed. I quite like a bit of that. Yeah, you do like a bit of brutalism, don't you? I do like a bit of brutalism. Uh, saw some of that, and uh, you know what it is with these towns? What, it's... these port towns or? Well, just these kind of mid-sized 
British towns yeah. is they, in the 60s or whatever, they just built loads of roads in the middle of the town, didn't they? Oh, they just threw them all down. Just like these motorways. Bypasses the and flyovers yeah. and God knows and what And it just else. kind of ruins it, doesn't it? There's no sort of uh, no, cohesion. Where I, where I grew up, there's a little tiny army called Birkenhead, and they literally spent the 70s putting overpasses everywhere, yeah. only to 20 years later have to pull them down because on the, every underpass or overpass or whatever, there is a rape or a murder yeah. or a drug deal going down. It's like making spaces that are good for crime, basically, yeah. like, yeah. So, um, come to Southampton, <laughs> <laughs> a place for crime and overweight pregnant hags. God, you, you really, it's got a misogynistic edge, though, your complaint about. No, yeah. look, there are plenty of skeevy gentlemen. There was one guy who, <laughs> there was one guy who I saw on a street corner and he came up to me and he went, what's your problem? And I was like, what? And he goes, just give us a quid. <laughs> <laughs> And I was so taken aback that I gave him a quid. Yeah. I don't know if it was a modern approach. That's a good technique. Yeah. I don't think he was, you know, inverted commas, a tramp, because he had trainers on that were really expensive and nicely sewn jeans. See, that, you know, maybe I'm a bastard, but for me, whenever yeah. anyone asks me for money on the street, I immediately check the shoes and think, I, right. A, how much are they? Yeah. B, do I quite like them? And the more, if, if he's got trainers, the tram. no. If, if he's got trainers, I like. Yeah. How can I then give him money? He's well, got things I want. Look, he's this got is possessions I want. More and more like a conservative party politics <laughs> broadcast. No, um, no. It's just that there was a report done, I think, recently as well that said, um, "God, this does sound like a party political broadcast for the Tories." No, but like. Like most of the beggars you see on the street aren't destitute. No. And they're asking for money just because they have a drink or drugs thing and they go yeah. home to their flats or whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like the professional beggars. Yeah. And now I'm just too paranoid to give anyone money, like my girlfriend, family. It's like everyone might be out to get money out of me. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes if I'm feeling flush, I will. I don't have a. It's not like a matter of principle to me. But a lot of the time, I don't feel like I have anything to spare. You my know? rule of thumb is if they make me cry and I feel for them, I might give them money. <laughs> I might. See, what that guy was using was like an aggressive begging technique. It was very effective. What's your problem? What's give, your problem? Nothing. What? What? Give just, us a quid. Give, just quit. Just quit. It's like, and I was so confused. Like, this sounds like a really good trade off. I will give you yeah, a quid. Yeah. Just to um, stop you from having a problem. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, welcome to Cheap Show. It's the uh, economy comedy podcast that tries to make light of austere times by celebrating the best in the cheap world around us. I think that's about right, isn't it? Yeah, and it's sort of, uh, it is cheap. Yeah, and as I say, it's not our live show. And I'm cheap. You are aggressively cheap. <laughs> You're like one of those cheap tattoos you get in a gumball machine. A, a, a passing fancy. Ooh. That doesn't last that long, but looks good on your arm for a week. Oh, God. Sounds like my love life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um we move on yeah so yeah what we're going to do today is because we don't do a live show where we have games and audience participation and ash frith who you know he's our third member when mr. he frith. can be fucking bothered okay Twat. Fucking mr high i will do warm-ups for tv shows he's just started doing that yeah is that I right? know. well that's lucrative and good yeah and that's exactly the kind of comic i'm ripping i'm ripping into him give me a minute all right uh, I, I'm on XFM now with <laughs> Josh Widdicombe, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, fucking whatever. He was we don't need a... you, Ash. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do, please, we do. We need you. We need your coattails. Anyway, um, what are you going to say? Uh, yeah, he said he seemed quite literally starstruck by Widdicombe. Anne. Or Josh. Josh. Uh, probably. 
you know. He's big on the stand-up circuit. Very big, yeah. yeah. And he's, he's a big fan of Shane Ritchie. Shane Ritchie's gotten him some work, allegedly. Oh, not allegedly, he said so. Shane Ritchie. See, he's got Shane Ritchie. Do you know who Paul Gannon's got? Who you got? Pat Sharp. Oh, thank you. I win. <laughs> I'm stepping down. I've got Pat Sharp. You were owning the 80s retro. Mate, I was. I met Timmy Mallet last week. Did you really? No, I could have done. You, what, you he decided was doing, not to? Yeah, he was doing um, a yacht party kind of thing. And if it wasn't for the fact that I have um, a dignity, I would have probably gone to it and played Mallet's Mallet. You need to meet Mallet for this show. You need to take those opportunities, Paul. What, for anecdotes? Yes. It's like, oh, I met Timmy Mallet. Yeah. And he bummed me. And... I told you about when my sister saw Pat Sharp. No. Years and years ago, when he still was more... Mullety. Well-known and mullety, yeah. yeah. She um, saw him in the street yeah. in London, screamed... <laughs> and basically made a lunge for his hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Did she get any of his yeah. golden mane? And he was scared. You did, know. He, did she pull a chug? If I mention it to him next week, is he going to suddenly go... <laughs> <laughs> can't do the show. I can't do the show. <laughs> I'm gonna have a lie down. No, Therapy. I don't know. I don't know if she actually got any, but if she could definitely be, went for it. If you could be any awful, not awful. If you could be any '80s celebrity from your childhood, like a Pat Sharp or a Timmy Mallet, who would you like to meet? I'd like to meet Lionel Blair. Lionel Blair. Oh, he's hilarious, oh, Mister. Give us a tune. Yeah. For American listeners, Lionel Blair. Give us is, a clue. Give us a clue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lionel Blair was a kind of singer-song dance man. Uh, he was a song and dance man. Yeah, yeah. And then he got his break on TV, and he did a lot of cheesy shows like Give Us a Clue. Give which Us a was, Clue, um, which was charades. Charades, basically made into a TV show. And name that tune. I'm it, sure he, he did name, name that tune as well. He did name the tune. But it's it's Give Us a Clue. He's hilarious. He's so committed. If you go back and watch those things, it is like. He's just well. The ridiculous. reason why the thing is in Britain as well, Lionel Rich, uh, Lionel Richie, no Lionel Blair, <laughs> has got this kind of comedy reputation now because there's a radio show called "I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue." And they always take the piss out of Lionel yes. by making it out he might be homosexual, right? And so there was one thing that was like, oh, he was doing "Give Us a Clue" playing charades, and the audience were amazed as he managed to pull off two men in a boat in under sixty seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's that kind of innuendo. That's funny. But as a result, he's um, yeah. Got quite the reputation on the comedy scene. Well, I met that. That's who. Who would you want to meet? I mean, you know, you're, oh, working, with, you're working with you're working with Pat Sharp. I, met, I work with Pat Sharp. I work with them all, mate. Pat Sharp. <laughs> Pat Sharp. That's it. <laughs> Again, American listeners, because I know we have some. Pat Sharp is a kids' TV presenter. Did a show called Funhouse in the eighties. Part quiz show, part romp around a funhouse to win prizes. Big success. Uh, he had a golden mane of hair, a massive mullet. He was a real mullet and, uh, and now aficionado. He's, and now he's a DJ, celebritar. Well, he works in radio still. Okay. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't know who I'd like to meet. I Any, met them all, mate. Anyone you'd like to meet? Savile. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. I know, I know. I was such a fucking obvious go-to. I, I know. I apologise for that. I, I apologise for that. You should apologise. I'm sorry for that. I went to an obvious place... And I would take it back. So, proper answer, Stuart Hall. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Proper answer, Rolf Harris. Uh, no, sorry. Sorry. Dr. Sorry, Dr. Fox. There's too many. Too many Literally. kids' TV. Sorry, in the UK, if you presented a kids' show in the 80s, chances are you fiddle with them. Yeah. Apparently. There's a lot of it. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So, we get into the, so let's get into the brass tacks of what this episode's about. So... Cheap show. We talk about cheap things. We're going to actually do a kind of clip show today. Ooh, 
Ooh. which is usually what happens when shows run out of ideas 100 episodes into their run. This is episode nine. <laughs> it's cheap. It sticks with the cheapness. Good point. We're so cheap, we can't create any new content. No. Well, we've got live shows coming up, but not till September, so okay. we're filling the gap with content. It's a nice little stopgap. So what we're going to do is we're going to basically go for a few of our features. We're going to do a Tales from the Dance Floor, which is one of Eli's signature pieces. Where Explain what Tales from the Dance Floor is. Tales from the Dance Floor is where I regale you with anecdotes and funny little moments from my life as a club DJ. Boom. And then we've got Cheap Eats. Cheap Eats is our section of the live show where we try out knock-off alternative cheapo versions of well-known food brands and we see if they stack up or if they make us hack up. Is that going to work as a, as a, as a catchphrase going forward? Do they stack up or do they hack up? No, because hack up, hacking up is what you do when you cough. It's not when you vomit. Right. Do they hack up or do they... No, it's just not going to work. Do they make you feel yummed up or do they make you yov up? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, do they make you... Are they of disrepute? Or do they make you puke? No, this is not going to work. It's not work. I need to work on my catchphrases, Eli. You certainly do. I've got it. Anyway, we're doing cheap eats later. And then we are going to introduce a bunch of clips from um, the past. I know it's... We'll get into that later. I think we should just I think we should just get into that. Let's just move on now, let's Paul. Just move you don't have that. to explain that now. All right, then. In that case, let's go on to our first segment. So we're moving on. This is the section of the show that Eli likes to call Tales from the Dance Floor, which is, as you mentioned, Tales from Your Life as a DJ. So what have you got for us this week? I've got a, a, a little story. This happened to me a week ago. Not only is this a little tale from the dance floor, it's mm -hmm. also indicative of my absolute failure to have sex with a lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Tales from the lonely pants. Yeah. Uh, not, not that I was trying, but it's just like, basically what happened, the upshot of this story is I made a girl cry. Oh, this is a... I'm going to get comfy. I made a girl cry. So um, I was DJing. Uh, the Do you want to mention where? The Discount Suit Company. It's a lovely oh. little cocktail bar near Liverpool Street Tube Station. Mm, in, in, in that there London. In that there London up there. Yeah. And uh, for some reason this night, you know, you get different people down there every time you do it. But um, for, it was very studenty. Okay. It was a studenty night. People in the younger... The hipsterish crowd? No, or just more students. Young professional. No? Young young professional students, people in their early 20s. Twats. <laughs> uh, you said it. And, <laughs> I did. And uh, there'd been a bit of trouble, you know, there's a bit rowdy. And yeah. then it got to the end of the night and um, Tommy, the bartender, he yeah. put out an espresso martini. Nice. It was one of the last drinks they'd ordered. And I'll say this now, they're expensive, so it goes against the grain of our show, but I will say the, the cocktails at the Discount Soup Company, très magnifique. Yeah, very I like good. them. Oh, I like Especially them. Especially an espresso martini. Oh. And anyway, he had one of those. So he puts one out. And they're great. Anyway, so he puts one out, and they're like, there's this small group of these young people, and they're like, oh, no, no, we ordered two. We ordered two espresso martinis. We ordered two. And he's like, no, you didn't. You know, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't take he, kindly. He doesn't mess around. He knows what the order was. You know, yeah. no, you don't. No, you didn't. No shenanigans there, uh, mate. Yeah, that's what you ordered, yeah. right? And the bar manager Matt comes over, and because he's a good bar manager, yeah, he's like Tommy, just, just make him another one. It's fine. You know, let's just quell this. Let's quell this by being nice, being a good host. He's very, he's a good bar manager. Yeah, yeah, and um, 
they sort of went, oh, no, actually, did we? Didn't we all do one, didn't we? So they started to have second thoughts yeah. about their second and thoughts. And they kind of backed out. Right. And all I said, right, yeah. in a jovial, maybe slightly refreshed way. <laughs> Were you drunk before we go any further? I'd had some some drinks. <laughs> There's a difference, you know. Right. Go on. I had had some drinks. But I, all I said is that trying to be funny mm -hmm. or, or just nice or just interact on a human level. Understandable. I sort of went, ah, ha, ha. If you'd lied, you would have had another espresso martini. As if to say, you know. You could have got well, a free drink yeah, then. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't be so honest. Ha, 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 ha. If you lied, you could have got a free drink. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. You know, because didn't you hear? The guy was, you know, bar manager was saying, yeah, make him it. Except, right. obviously, it came out as, ha, 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 ha. You a fucking drink. <laughs> no, it didn't. That's how it came out. No, it didn't. Anyway, so I said that. Yeah. And I thought, uh-huh, yes. Ha, 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 ha. Pat myself in the back. Yeah. I, I am Oscar Wilde of <laughs> yeah. pissed up DJs. I'm the ha, 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 ha. absolute Oscar Wilde of drunken record spinners. <laughs> um, and then I went and uh, I, I went, it's a basement place, so I went up and outside to have a cigarette mm. at the end of the night. And this girl who had been in that party, I'd said, you should have lied to get the number of espresso martini, came out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, you should have lied to get the number of espresso martini. She, then she sort of went, yeah, and you sort of, took advantage of the fact that you were work here and you took the business and the tears start coming to her what? eyes. And I'm like, no, hang on, what? That's a leap. I, to be honest, when you said you made a girl cry, I thought you said because you told her to fuck off or no, something. No, no, no. No, I know. I'd literally, in a light-hearted manner, suggested yeah. that if she'd lied, she could have had another drink. Right, but she, A, wasn't bollocked for the thing. Not, oh. They didn't get shouted out. They didn't get turfed out. Not there was no. Other than a bit of a misunderstanding, and I just give it was a, drink. a bit of a misunderstanding. That was it. And that all of a sudden she's like, and then she started crying, and, and then her... <laughs> so I was like, uh, "What?" And she's like, "You you took advantage of the, your privilege as being a member of staff here to to mock me." And I was like, oh, "No, no." I mean, it's just been you a did. long <laughs> sort. You of. did, but she didn't need. To, she didn't need to react. And that literally, way. tears start coming down, and I'm like, "I mean, come on." Wow. And so I was like, listen, if I've upset you, I'm sorry. I don't mind. You know, I'll apologise. And uh, as soon as I said I'm sorry, she started going, look in my eyes. Look in my eyes and say it like you mean it. Look in my eyes. Look in my eyes and say it like you mean it. And I'm like... Like a, like a Nazi officer. <laughs> yeah, basically. She look got in really, my eyes. Yeah, she got really hardcore. Because I'd, wow. sort of, I'd sort of said, well, look, I'm sorry. You know, weird. Yeah. But then she no, mean it. Look in my eyes. My eyes. <laughs> mean it. And then her friend comes over, this guy comes over, mm. and he's kind of being a bit protective. I'm like, listen, look, this is not an <laughs> Don't incident. Don't hit me. <laughs> yeah, this is not an incident. And I sort of go, oh, you know, is this your boyfriend? She's like, no, friend. I'm like, am I going to be able to say anything that is <laughs> that not going to offend you? Yeah. <laughs> so I just went, I'm just too old for this shit, you know? You punched it. No, <laughs> I walked away, and that's my Tales, Tales from the, the Dance Floor. floor. It's all right, that one. I just thought I'd get that, you know. So instead of, like, getting someone's number, perhaps to go on a date, uh, I just made some girl cry. Oh, did you think, though, that was one of those moments because look into my eyes, and you were like, I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> and then you kiss. No. And then, and then, and then. She says, you took advantage of your privileges. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it's all, nina, nina. <laughs> I wasn't going there. No, I was not going to go there. No, you're a gentleman. I am. And it was just, anyway.
So there was no repercussions of that. There was no glare no, later on. I think on. she had just had, had one too many and had a bit of a bad day, maybe, or was tired, a bit emotional, tired. You know, I don't want to. No, you don't want to piss on her day I, any more I, than I didn't you would piss you. on her day. Exactly. Did you get that? For you? So who had that second drink then? No one. They didn't go for it. That was the whole point. Oh, so did anyone have that first drink? Yeah, they had that. It was all right. It works out though. Yeah. Good story. Okay, thanks. Cool. All I liked right. it. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna rate that out of ten, and I'm gonna give it a seven. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Someone, oh, go on. There's, a, there's an addendum. Last night, no, yeah. it's not an addendum. But last night, yeah. someone said, and you were DJing at the time last this night. This was well. Blues Kitchen Shoreditch last okay. night, and um, she goes, "It's my friend's birthday." They that's always. It's always someone's birthday. It's always, always their it birthday. Odds are good. It's always a birthday. It's always a birthday. Look into my eyes. It's my birthday. <laughs> Look <laughs> into my eyes and say happy birthday like a minute. Um, happy birthday. And she goes, and my friend wants to do the Macarena. Put the Macarena on. I'm like, are you... F-? And then she went, are you too cool? Are you too cool to play the Macarena? I'm like, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm way too cool to play the Macarena. I admit it. That's a fireball offence in your job. If you, you put that yeah. on, out. Do you know what I mean? Out. I would get literally get in trouble. Yeah. And that they just seem to think... Oh, they, they seem to think it's their nan's 50th birthday party and they could ask yeah. the DJ to put all their shit on. Why, you know, if, if this was the type of place that played Saturday Night by Wigfield and the oh. Macarena, oh. then you wouldn't be here. No, no. Ugh. Yeah. Did you so, punch her? No. Oh. What I don't did... punch anyone, Paul. All right, just wondering. <laughs> Future reference. <laughs> right. um, good. I'm going to give that four. Okay, thank you. <laughs> So if you come to our live show, we do a few games during the show. We do The Price of Shite. The Price of Shite is a, is, is a game where we buy things from a charity shop and you have to guess the price, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then we also do a game we call Cheap Eats. It's not a game, really, but it's an it's interactive... More, it's more of a, a taste test. It's more of an interactive taste test, where the idea being is that we buy knockoff brands or unusual food stuff that you can get for the cheap, and we see if they, if they stack up in your mouth. We see if they, if they if they they do stack well. If yeah. they're crackers, you can stack a few in your mouth. You can stack a few in your mouth. I need to come up with a better catchphrase for cheap eats. Cheap eats. It's just cheap food, or not so cheap food. Is it good in your gob or off your knob? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. We'll just move on from the. Is it good in your gob or does it make you want to flob it out? We're gonna to have to work on yeah, this. We it's will. Not, it, it's work in motion, everybody. It's work in motion. Um, so we're gonna do a cheap eat today. So what was it you bought last time, a while ago, for the show? I bought um, a product called Euro Creme, and Euro Creme was what? It's a, a knockoff Nutella, but a it had spread. white bits in it, didn't it? Well, that was the uh, that was the gimmick. Yeah. It had a white chocolate bit and a and a brown brown cho- chocolate bit, cho- and you sort of could you could have one or the other, or you can mix them. See, at least they offer that. That Nutella doesn't. They have that over Nutella. What I do remember was it was vile. It was quite sickly. It was very sickly, chemically sweet. Yes. Yes. So o- we thought oversweet. we thought we'd follow that up because Nutella is a very popular brand. It's extremely. I love it. Yes. Well, that well, makes you. Fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do love Nutella a lot. Um, yeah. Do you? It's nice. It's nice on toast. It's, it's very. It's just one of those flavors that when you're in the right mood. It's like crack. It's just, it hits that part well, of your brain. It's, it's in a combination of hazelnut and chocolate. Very smooth. Oh. <laughs> you love sweet I, stuff, though, don't you? I'm cutting back on sweet stuff. On sugar. Yeah. I'm much more of a salt and fat kind of guy. No fucking shit. <laughs> in fact, that's how I'll describe you in the next show. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a salt and fat kind of guy. I just like that. In, in, in the world of flavour, savoury is You're my... much more of a kind of, you know, unami kind of guy, aren't U- you? Umami, yes. Umami. Yes. And I'm much more of a kind of sweet, sugary, reasonably obnoxious, tart human being. 
you love the sweet stuff. Yeah. I like the umami stuff. You love the gristle. And well, I, and I, so what are we going anyway, to so, taste? Yeah, we're going mm. off on a tangent. So I thought because, you know, Nutella is a popular brand, we see if there are any kind of brand uh, alternatives that might fill the gap, like Euro Creme, but hopefully not as uh, chemically. What a, well, we've got a couple here. I've we? got a couple. Let me just get them from my magic bag. Get, get them from your magic bag. So we have two brands on offer today. So these are two sort of Nutella... They're chocolate, chocolate spread in a tub, and they are definitely cheaper than Nutella. How how much does a, a jar of Nutella go for? Nutella tends to go depending on the size, either one pound fifty for the small glass one, yeah, or about two pound or so for the big chunky one. It's very much in demand, and there was like a shortage, wasn't there? There was one of these really? sort of scares. Yeah, I think last year there was a scare, and people were like. Nutella ban. Yeah. You can't have Nutella after 6 only, o'clock at night. You can only buy two jars at once or something. Like. <laughs> People pouring loads People and loads were, into their trolleys. People arming themselves and coming down. Did you hear when they, they there was a sh- cigarette shortage in Italy? It was recently? No, this is like 90s, I think. Okay. People with shotguns and rifles were like <laughs> laying siege to like petrol stations. Like, give us all your drink. The cigarettes. Booze. Yeah, the cigarettes. Yeah. Fags and tabs. <laughs> Don't you want the money? Cigarettes. Yeah, they literally. I want to be cool. So um, I think there's a similar sort of uh, strength of feeling in the in the uh, Nutella eating community. So what I thought we'd do there is we try two different brands. The What's first the first one, one? The first one is called Coco Noir. Coco Noir. Coco Noir. Uh, the Belgian chocolate spread, and it says intense dark chocolate hit. So there's no nuts in this. No, it says on the side chocolate. Ch- Coco Noir, I can't say it. Coco Noir is made from a dark Belgian chocolate for a deliciously decadent, rich and smooth flavour. Sounds good. Let's give it a go. This costs 99p and you get 350 grams worth of it. So about the size of a big Nutella. This is half the price. Yes. So I'm going to spread it on a biscuit for you. Now, it's cheap show. So this is a knockoff rich tea biscuit by Lions. And you know how you can tell if it's a knockoff rich tea biscuit? The packet it comes in doesn't have the little pull tab that splits oh, the top no, of the that bag. That costs a lot, that. That puts a few more pence on the price of biscuits. If you have to stab the crisp biscuits with a knife... To get it open. You've bought a cheap packet of biscuits. Oh, yeah. That's the rule of thumb. So, uh, and I, I, lo- I actually this. love a, a rich tea. I, lo- I love it as a biscuit. And uh, Now, I'm slightly worried. Because I've opened the lid. And you know they have that protective seal so people can't put AIDS or something in it? There is none. Oh, no, it's just torn. <laughs> so it doesn't look like it was particularly protected. So there could be hepatitis. Why would someone put hepatitis in a jar? Why put any disease in any jar? People are crazy, Eli. They're crazy. I'm willing to taste it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a slab of this on this, and you're going to taste it. Okay. So um, Paul is delicately... Uh, it's quite thick. He's slavering. Do you want a little or a lot? A, a little, please. He's, he's spreading some of the cocoa noir onto a rich tea biscuit. We've gone for rich tea because uh, it's the neutral. It's more of a neutral. It's more of a it's neutral. more of a, so we can taste the spread. And uh, okay, you're going to take a bite. It, it, it's a nice solid dark chocolate spread on a biscuit. Oh, he's, look at that! Oh, he's having another one. What do you think? Hmm. Yeah, it's good. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'll try a bit then. Oh, what you weren't going to. No, oh no, that's had hepatitis. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's chocolatey. What what more can you say? I'm gonna have a try now. Oh, nom, nom, nom. That's really nice. Actually. It's nice. Um, it's um, 
it's not as creamy or smooth in terms of the mouthfeel as it could be. It kind of it breaks down. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? In fact, the worst thing about it, I would have said, was the biscuit. Yeah. The biscuit's not very good at all. No, but the biscuit was kind of a bit... You know when like certain rich tea biscuits go off and they have that slightly fake vanilla-y flavour yeah, going on? Yeah, yeah. It's got a kind of damp, a dankness mm. to the biscuit. But yeah, I'm just going to lick. I'm just going to go for a pure... Good old lick. Coco Noir lick. Ladies, if you could see this, you'd be banging on his door. Mm. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. So that's all right, That's a good alternative. So I bought that from a place called Mixology. No, I keep saying this, get it wrong. Biology. <laughs> B-U-Y. Ology. Oh, yeah. You see what it's on? Yeah, I see what I bought that, and it was 99p. And I'm going to give... I mean, I'm not a huge fan of dark chocolate, but that was what I was given instead. I'd be happy with that. I'd give it um, a 7, 8. Yeah. I'll go for 7. 7. All right, so... Coco Noir... Gets a 7. Gets a 7. We'll put a picture up online on our website, www.thecheapshow.com. The one thing I would say is it has... It's the mouthfeel. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't, you know, it's not as silky. It's not as smooth. It's and silky. It, not gritty, but... It just is, it's a bit watery almost. Do you know mm. what I mean? It breaks down. But it's not unpleasant. Not unpleasant, by any means. If, you know, if you're if you're on a budget and you can't afford the ridiculous Nutella prices... Go for Coco Noir. Go for Coco Noir. Now, we've got option two now. Okay. Right, this is by a company called Thomas Best Foods. Anyway, oh, that the, sounds like horse shit already to me. Expertly prepared. What? Yeah. It's like when in you go, a machine. It's like in London where they have best kebab ever shop. Yeah. It's like, nah, it's no. not. It's, yeah, not it's not the best kebab it's ever. It's four in the morning, I'm drunk, I'll eat anything kebab yeah. shop. This could be donkey dick meat for all I know. <laughs> well, we just don't know. We don't know. Probably the best donkey dick kebab <laughs> in the world. So this is um, a bit more like Nutella. This is, it's called Nutiza, N-U-T. This is going to be. E-Z-A. Spreadable cream with hazelnuts. Okay. Now, is it any chocolate? Doesn't say, look. It's it's obviously brown. You can see in the glass jar. It's a brown, but it just says spreadable cream with hazelnuts. That's horribly vague. I don't like this whole spreadable cream as well. Butter is, could be described as spreadable cream. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It should be spread. Call yeah. it a spread. But this was again ninety nine p. Hazelnut spread. Can mm. they not call that? They have to call it spreadable cream. Maybe this Nutella. Is weird. Maybe. That's weird language. Spreadable cream. Ooh, Ooh. Eat some of my spreadable cream. Yeah. But Nutella might have copyright on the phrase. Chocolate hazelnut spread. I bet it does. So they have to do verbal gymnastics. Nutiza. This, the, I'm telling you, um, the Coco Noir. It, it already... looks like fascist chocolate spread when you call it Nutiza. Because from a distance, it's got quite a kind of fascist look to it, you know? It's, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you can almost see the Z. As the Nazi Z. As a, as a, fa- as a swastika. <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's probably not fascist chocolate spread. But we're going to find out. Let's have a taste of the It's uh, 99p, 400 grams. So you get 50 more grams than you do with the Coco Noir. So it's cheaper than the Coco Noir. Yeah. And the packaging isn't as good. It's fine. It's it, about the same. It's got the... Um, foil is on. The foil so is on. we are safe from any number of injectable diseases. Because <laughs> there was that whole incident where people, someone was putting AIDS in chocolate spread. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep a word. You know, it, 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 was, it was mostly Nutella brands. Fact. I don't know. I'm just spreading rumours. Trying to get the, the stocks down on Nutella so I can buy now. Yeah. And then you need like, to stock up on Nutella. Yeah, I'm going to do that whole, you know, MRA jab thing saying it causes autism. Well, it's going to be a huge global uh, financial crash. You know about this. No. China is tanking the economy. This got incredibly deep. And same deep. with Brazil. Wow. My dad was saying to me... Am I going to have to stock up on Nutella? He's going to take his cash out. This is how concerned he is. He's going to take his cash out and store it around his house. <laughs> And what, buy shotgun cigarettes and Nutella? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Holy shit. 
what? I'm like, what? You're going to, what? You're going to... I'm going to keep it in mattresses, son. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what your dad's accent's like. It's probably not. It's not like that at all. But anyway, yeah. Oh, Eli. <laughs> Brazil and China are going to crash. <laughs> and I've got to get the cash. It's probably like that, right? So, anyway, not Caesar's If there spread. is a, a, a global financial crisis, what's going to happen? To, I don't know. What's going to happen to that? I don't know. The thing is, your dad hasn't thought this through. Why take cash out? Just buy gold. Gold's going to be always worth something. He doesn't like Nutella. This got complicated. Right, I'm just going to spread the goddamn chocolate. Get the, get the Nutteaser, geezer. The, the, oh, you should work for them. Uh, spreadable cream with hazelnuts. Oh, uh, uh, I'll, I'll apportion you some spreadable cream. It just sounds wrong. It sounds wrong. It's very thick like Nutella. Oh, okay. It's got so, that first stab. It's got that quality. Yeah. They've got that. They've got the thickness. Because that was our big issue with the Coco Noir, was the, uh, was the texture. Was, a bit too runny. Was a bit runny, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. So let's see if the Nutteaser... Here is your first taste, Mr. Silver. Okay. Again, on the same biscuit, it's a controlled experiment. It's a controlled experiment. Exact same cheap rich tea biscuit, and I'm going to go for it now. He looks happy. He doesn't look disgusted. You know what? I cannot tell tell the difference between that and Nutella. Really? Yeah. I'm going to try it. It's hazelnutty. It's very sweet. It's got a nice, smooth texture. texture to it. Well, I'm going to take a bite. Go for it. Um, oh. Mm. Now, I'm the connoisseur of Nutella. <laughs> you tell me, because I can't tell the difference. That's really nice in terms of hazelnut chocolatey spread. It's nice. It does taste slightly more vanilla-y than um, Nutella does. Okay. But as a substitute on a budget, and you gave it to your kids... They would not know the difference. Not unless they're a connoisseur like me, you know? What you're saying, it's all about amplitude. Yes. Did you know Did you know there's this term in food? It's called amplitude? Yeah. Not to do with music, like amplitude. No, it's co- in tasting. Yeah. Amplitude. It's when the flavour just bursts and it's all rounded. Ooh, I so amplitude st- on my girlfriend last night. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, for example, like... Yeah, a, go on. A knockoff cola, yeah. You will get like notes, like the citrus note or the cinnamon note or whatever. Things you'll recognise from cola, but they 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 poke out. Whereas if you drink Coke, yeah, it's like all rounded. So it's oh. got a high amplitude. It's all nothing. None of the separate flavour notes are, are are too. No, strong. I get what you mean. Yeah, it's like, all balanced. Yeah, it's like the sweetener kind so of. What you're, so what the reason I'm bringing this up mm. is you're saying the amplitude. On the Nutteaser isn't as good because you said the vanilla. The vanilla is poking out, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think seems... that's slightly cheaper. Um, whatever what is they use. Well, to... the amplitude just isn't as good, isn't it? So there you go. The amplitude is off with Nutteaser. But... We're going to start using the word amplitude in all every like... episode of Cheap Eats. Hello, darling. Oh, the amplitude all up inside you. Um... Yeah, I've got some spreadable cream. <laughs> <laughs> you want some cocoa noir? Suck on my cocoa noir. Oh God. Anyway. Oh God. So I would give that. I'd probably give that a seven as well. Only because I noticed the difference. But really, really, if I didn't know and someone just said, here's some spreadable chocolate, you wouldn't spread notice. Out, I would probably be fine with eating a load of that. So you're giving it a seven, and but a real no tailor would I'm gonna be a give, ten. I would, I would probably go as far as 7.5. Okay. Uh, I'd give that, yeah, 7.5. Mm, We're we in concurrence. Yeah. I think it is actually nicer than the Coco Noir, isn't it? Well, that was going to be the next question. I said, if you... If you on a budget, you've got a chocolate spread, you can't afford the Nutella, you've got Nutteaser, and you've got 
Coco Noir, which one are you going to buy? Although the packaging and the the whole copy on the packaging is bad, off putting, oh, well off putting, and it's Bestie Foods. Yeah, I don't buy like Bestie that. Foods. Thomas Bestie. Stupid! It's a made-up name, isn't what it? A wank it's like <laughs> it's like you know, Mr. Peter Delicioisoir or whatever foods, isn't it? It's like <laughs> Mr. Peter Delicioisoir. Yeah, yeah. It's like Johnny Tasty Goody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's a made-up, stupid name. Uh, so although the packaging not as good, and Coco Noir's definitely got the the jar design and everything's better, I'd still yeah, I think I prefer that. To... I put in the name Thomas Best. With an E. And it said, do you mean proper Nutella? <laughs> Did it <laughs> no, really? didn't do no, that at all. No, no. Uh, so we're gonna re- I'm going to recommend, after two, I'm going to recommend the Nuttita as well. Yes. Okay. I think it's the, the substitute you need. So that was our Cheap Eats. So on Cheap Show, we uh, obviously like to do our bit in terms of, you know, encouraging people to go outside of their comfort zones and maybe shop elsewhere. And so we like charity shops. In fact, we've built most of our show around what we've found in charity shops. Oh, I love a charity shop. Mate. We love a charity shop. There's nothing I like more. What's your favourite charity shop? It's got to be British Heart Foundation. Cat Aids. Right, so it turns out in August, um, it was charity shop day. Let me read it out to you. Although charity shops have genuinely been replaced with discount stores in modern times, the intent behind charity shop day still replies, applies, still applies. Applies. <laughs> <laughs> applies. Still applies. Um, save money and be economical by purchasing second hand. Now, we all do more and more of that, don't we? It's uh, the, the high streets of our, our once proud nation are becoming... Shit, I was... No, I mean... <laughs> just a lot of charity shops. You see a lot shops. more than you used to, I guess, yeah. don't you? Uh, British Heart Foundation, well, Oxfam, you know, they're all over the place. Also, it used to be um, a stigma. Like, when I was at... at Oh yeah, school. They'd say, "Oh, your mum shops at Oxfam." Yeah, and of course, back in the day as well. Um, and that was a really bad. Like it was bad. Well, you know, in, but well, th- that's school. less so. It's less so. These no, days, like, nowadays, it? it's like, "Oh, did you get that jacket? Oh, I got it in Oxfam." Oh, oh. yeah, you got some cachet. Yeah, I'm you, cachet. You, you've, you've, you know, you've, uh, yeah, you've won. The thing is, I remember growing up in the eighties when things were a little less PC, and before it became scope, there was the Spastic Society shop, you know. Yes. And so, obviously, if you were caught in the Spastic Society, you were uh, riled quite a bit in school. Yes. Well, kids were nasty. Well, kids they, were nasty. And, I mean, oh, I hate. I don't know whether it was one of these stories where I want to tell it to prove a point, but also I don't want it to make it seem like this is my joke. It's not. It's like a mate of mine went into the Spastic shop. He did. This guy called Neil, and he went, "Can I have a Spastic, please?" And ha 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 ha. ha. But that was the kind of mentality. Growing up, you know what I mean. That was the mentality growing up. Yeah, which brings us, which brings us to Toys R Us and their sister shop, the stupid, stupidly named Babies R Us. You have a fucking thing about this, don't you? It's an, it's a total logical inconsistency. You either call yourself Toys R Us, yeah, because you sell toys, yeah, and then get it, and then you. Our brand is associated with toys. Yes. And then you'd call your your sister store if it sold baby goods. Baby stuff is us. I know it hasn't got the same (laughs) ring. ring. Baby goods are us. Baby goods are us. But not babies are us. Because if toys are us and you sell toys and babies are us, you sell babies. That's the that's the logic. Well, let's let's It's a stupid fucking name. Let's (laughs) let's fucking balance this out in northern accents. (laughs) Right. Toys are us. Our brand is in toys, right? Yeah. Babies are us. Our brands are in babies. No, they're basically saying no, they, they, we're our, our, this store deals with babies. Yeah, but deal. Yes, I know what they're saying. I'm not. 
I'm not. St- I understand what the store sells. Yeah, you're just Paul. angry about I'm angry with the logical inconsistency the of the of name. It all. Yeah, yes, I it's know. very bad. So what would, very... you, what would you call it then? I'd call it. I'd call it Toys R Us. Bearing in mind, you've got to keep the R Us in because that's part of the yeah. R Us brand. Baby stuffs are us. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't work. Stuff the babies are us. Stuff the babies is even worse. What about? Well, ba- what, why ba- not call it nappies and cribs are us or whatever? Cribs are us. Yeah. Yo, dog. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was charity shop day. So we did a bit of research, and it turns out there are there is there is um, an etiquette to uh, charity shop shopping, as it turns out. Yes. So we found some do's and don'ts. It's a, a, a do. It's a slice. Slice do a do. Do the do. Betty Boo. <laughs> Just doing the do. Do. Build a rapport with the workers. They know where the good stuff is. They and I like and, and, and make friends. You never know what kind of rewards you may reap. You'd probably just be friends with someone who works in a charity shop. Yeah, but as as we were talking about before the recording stopped and we lost all that glorious footage was that um some of the people who work in charity shops may not be socially the best people to have on your side. Well, I'd put them into two broad categories. Category Lit- one. Little Hitlers. <laughs> yeah. Or us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Category two. Yeah. Socially and intellectually subnormal people. Right. <laughs> who've maybe had a breakdown. There's no middle ground no. here. It's That's easy. basically, and there's, you get the Hitlers bossing around the sub-educationally normal people. Why has there never been a sitcom based around a charity there shop? There so should be. There sh- Ooh. <laughs> Quick. Anyway, copyright Paul and Eli. Here's, a, here's, a, here's an example of the Hitler... Right, okay, so you had a Hitler experience, did you, in a charity shop? I was in uh, the North London Hospice Shop in uh, Palmer's Green. Which is in North London. It certainly is. And uh, I was looking through the records, sitting on the floor looking for the records. The shop is quite large. The shop is empty, empty. of other customers. Right. The lady who works in the shop told me, I can't be sitting there, it's a fire hazard. And you've been there for what, how many minutes maybe? 15, 10? Yeah. And then she decides to she get She just up. decides. Because she needs to have something to complain or boss someone about a bit or not allow someone to do something. Did you move? I, I did. I stood up and I said, that's utterly ridiculous. I could do my eyes. <laughs> I, so, I so, was so angry. It's like, oh God, you petty, petty little dictator. And you punched her. No, I did not punch All her. All right. And so, category two. Um, the other side of the coin, yes. people who can't operate in life. <laughs> so, I was trying to buy three records for 49p, and this is a British Heart Foundation yeah. on um, Wood Green. Mm-hmm. And I took them to the lady behind the counter, <laughs> yeah. and she kind of looked at them, looked at the till, didn't put the price into the till. Didn't beep, bop, boop it. No, she no. couldn't do that. So she started trying to add up 49 times 3, which we... You can do pretty quickly. 147. Yes. Uh, I said I, I said it's 147. As quickest she started way, getting the Quickest way to do it, 350p's, take away 3p. Y- yes, but she obviously was... Where is she? I'll show her. <laughs> so I said it's it's 147. Yeah. As she starts getting the pen out to, to, to sort of jot, she's, jot trying, to, down, jo- she's trying to do long multiple... Uh, All long, the long, long audition. I'm like, it's 147. It, it, it is 147. You know, I've got the money in my hand. It's 147. And then she starts doing it, writing it, and and not only is she having to do that, she's using a biro and she's work doing the working out on the cover of the seven inch single I'm trying to buy, thereby Vinyl. ruining it. Vinyl as well. Yeah. So there's it's a like a picture cover. It. What on earth? I would have hit her. I would have hit her. <laughs> what are you doing, love? 
put the pen down. So, that's one of the do's. Have you got any more do's? Well, no, I had that kind of situation. I was in a shop. I saw this little board game box set, whatever it is. Didn't know the cost of it. There's a guy sitting behind the counter, minding his own business, looking at his lap. So I was like, oh, I'll go up to him. I went, uh, do you know how much this little game is? And he, he literally looked at it and rolled it over, over and over and over, as if I'd not done that to look for the sticker price. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll go check, I'll go check. And he took and, 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 and he took it and he went back. And I was standing there for 15 minutes until some other woman came out. And I was like, yeah, this guy just went back to find the price for this thing. And she went, oh, I don't know who that is. And I, what? And it turned out it was some guy who works next door or whatever. And he just vamoosed. He obviously just was like, He's figured me out. I don't work here. <laughs> I've got to get out of it. I've got to get out. There's a smashed window in the back. I can't deal with the pressure of being asked what price this is. <laughs> Top of a toilet seat been thrown through a glass window and he'd scuttled out. Oh, bless him. So, right, so, all right, do. Next do. Get your friends gifts from charity shops. If you follow the rules you can and have good taste yourself, you shouldn't be struggling to find a great present for someone. But if you're going to go cheap... The purchase you have to have has an aura of pricelessness about it. It needs to say vintage, not Oxfam. I've bought you this T-shirt. That says I went to Oxfam and got you a T-shirt. Yeah, I've bought you a plate. <laughs> With a little clown on being held by a lady. I've bought you a picture of a teddy bear riding a hobby horse. I, I bought you the Keith Chegwin Pop Pickers playset. I've bought you... A Bucks Fizz 7-inch with his torn cover. I bought you a Gary Glitter 1976 annual. Oh, yeah. You got good at annuals. Um, anyway, so do you want to hear some don'ts? Yeah, let's hear some don'ts. Um, don't expect miracles. What, in life, in general? Don't get your hopes up? Uh, some days there is simply nothing worth buying. Uh, ain't that the truth, Ruth? Ain't that, ain't that the holy truth? That's that accent is problematic. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with it? Uh, wasting time is always depressing, but it could be worse. You could have spent eighty pounds in a proper shop on a top you'll only wear once because that smelly-looking contestant on Come Dine with Me has the same one. Sme what? Smelly-looking? What this? This uh, is not this right, about. sir. This. Oh, he's gone. Oh. This what? Oh. Let's have another don't. All right. Uh, bother with shoes. No, I think this is right. This is this is sound. And this is, again, just charity shops. It's not a general advice in life to it, just be barefoot. No. Although there are some people who advocate that. No, are there? Yes. Are they the work, people who work in charity shops? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all love the idea of a cheap pair of shoes. Oh, I love that idea. Oh, I, I, I get old. <laughs> I lie in bed me. at night thinking about some cheap shoes. I talk my dick. Until I can think about a nice pair of clocks. Oh, these high tops are reduced. Oh, fucking hell. Doc Martens. <laughs> oh, uh, dear. Okay. But it's true. Yeah. I like, uh, you know, uh, my father is a, a big aficionado of uh, ch charity shop shopping. He and he says. He loves it. Don't buy shoes. Don't do it. Just don't bother with shoes. There's some things on in life you shouldn't scrimp on. Shoes is one of them. Shoes is one. On the pants. Is hair, hair dye. Hair dye, don't... Yeah, yeah. I had a friend who got cheap hair dye. This was at school. What, and his eyes fell out? No, 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 no. She, she wanted to go, you know, like white, white blonde, you know, that kind of thing. So Platinum, was, I think they yeah, call yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, she woke up the next day with all her hair on the pillow. Yeah, it literally <laughs> fell off. Yeah, it literally was all burnt off. And what was left was like almost tinted with green. Whoa. Yeah. That's if it had been seven years earlier, she could have got that kind of Paula Wilcox thing going, but no. Sorry, 
Paula Wilcox. Who, who's that 80s singer? Toya. Toya Wilcox. Who's Paula Wilcox? There is no... Well, I'm sure there, there is. There might be a Paula Wilcox. Paula, if you're listening, Paul didn't mean it. <laughs> I did. I'm going to punch you. Um, all right, I've got a don't. Um, don't feel guilty about criticising a charity shop when things are overpriced. This butter dish is £2.50. I cannot believe the cheek of you trying to save people with cancer or children dying in other countries by overcharging me for this fucking butter dish. I'm going to fuck you. I won't stand for it. I think that's... Mm. I mean, by all means, don't pay for it. This is, what, your this is choice, what they but... say. The entire point of a charity shop is that they sell stuff on the cheap. They operate on an every little helps principle. You must be able to go in and buy a whole load of amazing things for about seven quid. So don't feel like a yuppie scum the next time you walk out of a charity shop because you buy an okay shirt for £12. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, very so snobby, isn't it? It is very. Uh, the whole tone of this. Let's just speak. Let's just say it. We got it from the Guardian. It's so Guardian. The Guardian. Yeah. Vote Tory. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. No, please don't. I mean, it's up to you what you vote yeah, for based on your own political preferences, but basically, <laughs> don't vote Tory. <laughs> don't even vote. Just, yeah, don't. Don't get involved in society. <laughs> what we're saying on Cheap Show here is give up. Give Check up. Check out. Buy some crap from Think a charity. Think about yourself. Show. Forget about others. Vote Tory. Uh, and do you have any more do's? Uh, there's not many do's. There's quite a lot of don'ts. Well, that isn't that. that isn't that the. Uh, isn't that the case in life? Yeah, isn't it? The, the, the list of don'ts is a lot longer than the list anyway, of do's. Tory person, uh, not Tory. <laughs> Jesus, you're obsessed. Got, got, Tories, Tories yeah. must vote Tory. God, no, don't, no, <laughs> no one must vote Tory. I, look, no we one need to get vote. some Tories on this show. Do we? <laughs> no, really? Please, no. no. I don't fancy that. Uh. Tell us about the bedroom tax. And we're <laughs> off here. Uh, Guardian reader uh, or, or writer, if who, if you wrote this and you're recognising the words and you heard this, here's what I think of your do's and don'ts. That's a good... That was a good tear sound, That's wasn't a good it? tear, very good tear oh, sound. getting fucking hard, <laughs> Shoes! Shoes! <laughs> Discount! Look, this is, the, this is the scenario, right? I come into a shop, I go, how much are these? And you say they're 50p. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Right, so, before Cheap Show was Cheap Show, it used to be called The Uncleakables, right? Yes. The Uncleakables was a format struggling to find itself. It was also not the greatest of names. God, no. Hey, if you like the show, come and see the Uncleakables. U-N-C-L-I-Q-U-E-A-B-L. I know it's a bit difficult to spell. Yeah. Anyway, follow us yeah. at the Uncleakables. T-H-E-U-N-C-L. You know, it was a bit yeah, hard to... It was. And also, it sounds like the Unclickables. And that was even worse. Which is like, don't click on this. And it meant nothing. And a lot of people didn't click on us as a result. Yeah. So we realised show by show, it was becoming less about being random and more about loving cheap things that we found and it, we changed it. And long story short, Unclickables became Cheap Show. Indeed. And I think it worked. Yes. But as a result, a lot of great things were lost. Guests' appearances, because we've had to get rid of all those episodes because uh, I ain't got money to host various SoundCloud accounts. Yeah. They still exist, but they're in the vaults. They're in the vaults. That's what I like. They're in the vaults. Yes. Um, so what we thought we'd do is, we sometimes call episodes Scrap Book of Crap, and it's our kind of clip show thing where we just kind of put clips of old bits on and stuff that was lost forever. In the spirit of Cheap Show, we cheaply don't do a new show. We just <laughs> put together some uh, bits of other shows we've done. That's yeah. it. So what we thought we'd do is give you a clips package of the episodes that you may never hear 
in their entirety. Ooh. Ooh. It's like a little window into a forgotten world. It's like a little veil has been lifted. Is that something you nicked from a film? No. Oh. Yes. It's a bit poltergeist. Yeah. You're such a... This house is clean. Oh, yeah, it's a little lady from Poltergeist. Yeah. <laughs> she was cool, wasn't she? She was good, wasn't she? Yeah, she was it's great. Zelda hit. something or other her name oh, was. Oh, right. Yeah, I can't remember her name now. Anyway. So anyway, we've got some clips coming up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> clips, uh, clips, everyone. Yeah, so what we thought we'd do is we go back through the archives of more unclickable shows and pull out a few clips. Brilliant. Of um, our favourite moments that will be lost to time. We may release them one day in their entirety somehow. I don't know. But I thought what we'd do is for our scrap book of crap, we put a few clips out. So what we've got coming up in this next collection, a grab bag of clips, is we've got uh, Nathaniel Metcalf, great comedian, amazing stand-up. He's going to do a little game with us. We're going to put that clip in. Uh, it's kind of like, if you've ever seen the British show Play Your Cards Right, it's like that, but with horrible celebrities. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. We got quite competitive. I can't remember who won in the end. It was you. You won. I just like hearing you, you say it. You can remember that. Just like hearing you say it. Um, we got Tom Parry. I've uh, got a clip from Tom Parry, who is part of the Pappies uh, comedy group. He's got his own solo show being yeah, absolutely reviewed yeah. Yeah. this year. Yeah, good. Uh, he came in. Unfortunately, that time we had a bit of a problem with some... Uh, Rowdy. Rugby, dapper laugh fan kind of uh, I'm group. just going to go out and call them cunts. Yeah, they were cunts. Is that in. all right? There were some cunts in. Yeah, you, you, you say cunt. You can say cunt to me anytime. <laughs> I often do. Yes. Uh, so that we've got um, a female comedian called Abigail Shimon. One of my favourite ladies. Sorry, what gender? What gender was this comedian? Not that it matters. <laughs> Not, you're right. I shouldn't have brought up the gender. It makes no difference to her what, skill. Was, what was talent, that? Was that the gender? Humor. Yes. It was just you know. I could have said Abigailia sounds like a girl's name. It sounds like a very bizarre name. Yeah, Shimon. Abigailia Shimon. Yeah, that's what she's called. Uh, she's she's uh, also seems to be doing extremely well in Edinburgh yeah. this year. She's come good, out to live in Britain. Yeah, so um, uh, tra- travelling on their coattails <laughs> <laughs> somewhat. So we've got clips from those three comedians, and then we've got, like I think, a little sketch that me and you did once. Cool. And we're going to throw that in. And just to give you a taste of episodes long lost. Uh, you get you get bargains when you tune into you Cheap do. Show, don't you? You're, you're getting, getting lots of value. You're getting the banter, witty banter. You're getting clips. You're getting the bargain. This is a super And also, if there's a, a if there's a comedian who happens to be female, Paul will let you know. Yeah, but... I'll point it out to you. <laughs> you got tits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why does my girlfriend still love me? Oh, I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't. I mean, I love her to death. Yeah. But sometimes she needs to give me a slap. She just needs to go, Paul, sort it out, mate. Yeah, she should. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd pay to watch that. Anyway, here's here's a shitload of clips. Well, four. Here's four clips. Enjoy. Well, at this point, I think we can move swiftly on from this highbrow topic of scientific conversation and uh, let Nathaniel come along and see what you've decided to afflict upon us this afternoon. Well, evening, evening, yeah. Good evening. Good evening. (laughs) Good evening. (laughs) What I was going to do, I didn't know this was coming up quite now. I brought a bag of stuff. I thought what I'd do is at the kind of, I was trying to think of something to do. And what I thought I'd do is when I used to run my own night, I used to have a game that was. uh, it's similar to play your cards right, but it was um, it was basically based on people, places, and celebrities, Ooh. and anything. And it's basically to decide whether the next card is going to be better or worse than the card before it. I like this. I'm up for this. We're in. It's a game, so you can. I mean, it's one of those things that never really worked because it could go on in theory forever. <laughs> it could well, go on for far too long. We've got time, <laughs> and no one's waiting on us, so we're all good. 
All so, right, so I'm going to start off. I'm going to start off with you, Paul. Okay. That is the first card, which is Gordon Ramsay. Okay. So for what? For two points, do you guess that the next person is going to be better or worse than Gordon Ramsay? Well, um, let's talk out our, pr- our thought processes here. Okay. I'd say that's pretty bad. And also, that picture of Gordon Ramsay you've got, he seems to be about to behead a <laughs> yes. Chinese man. Yeah, he's he got, is, yeah. He's, he's, got a, he's got a cleaver right next to a, an Asian gentleman's face. <laughs> I mean, it's like the Kamar Rouge kind it's of It's quite disturbing, <laughs> isn't it, really? Um, I'd say there's, you know, there are people worse than Gordon Ramsay, but not many. So <laughs> if we're just looking at the statistics, yeah. I'd say it's going to be better. What, what do you and say? And it's definitely a person next? or is it? This well, is, this it could is be a person... Oh. Thing, movie, place. So it could be a picture of bargain booze. There's still a lot know. of things that are better than Gordon Ramsay. Oh, also, the, the other thing things. is, it's like well, who can decide who's better or worse than Gordon Ramsay anyway? But it's, <laughs> in my game, it's me. Well, because I don't like Gordon Ramsay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the next card is better than Gordon Ramsay. So you're both going for better. I'm gonna go for better. I'm going for better. It's the Muppet. Oh. I think I think we that high we five. Out. Oh. Ah, there we go. We're all good. So the Muppets. That's a high card, isn't it? It's a it high is. card, the Muppets. That's the ace of it's this the set, ace. isn't it? <laughs> what I think we should introduce at this point, Paul, is yeah. your Muppet character. Feeble. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> He's feeble. Yeah, it's Paul. Paul, Paul. Paul reminds me of like a reject Muppet. He's like <laughs> he's like a Muppet that Jim Henson came up with when he was a bit Pissed. drunk yeah. and thought, oh, no, that's awful. And how? what does Feeble say? Feeble? Yes. Let's find out. Feeble, come over here. Hey, everybody, it's Feeble. Ah! I hate my life. <laughs> I really hate that you That's made great, me do Paul. that. So it's, it's not a bad impression. I could easily get a job on I have a new cue on that. Is it going to be better or worse than the map? I think it has to be worse. This has been too well, easy so far. This is the thing. You don't pull out a card like that not think people are going to go naturally to worse because maybe the next card is chocolate-flavored tits. And that's better than the Muppets. Is it? Uh, well, yes. Chocolate-flavoured tits. <laughs> How many of those have you come across? Well. Excuse the fucking pun. <laughs> right, okay, well. Chocolate-flavoured tits, yeah? Yeah. Right, okay. And what I bet they, that's what he's got. What would they be for? Well, yeah, what are they for? Are they for eating? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're for Christmas. <laughs> Special occasions. Can you buy Cho- them at Thornton's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thornton's. Chocolate flavoured tits are like those kind of novelty items you get in those shit shops, you know. Yeah, like anywhere like a, in Blackpool. A, a willy-shaped toilet paper dispenser. And oh, a... I fucking hate that. <laughs> I hate willy-flavoured pasta, willy-flavoured lollipops. Willy-flavoured pasta. Well, I, <laughs> all right. I don't know what a willy tastes like. I don't know what a willy tastes like. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Let's play the game. All right, right so I'm, I'm going to say... Chocolate-flavoured tits. I'm going to say it's better than the Muppets, just to play the odds. All right, well, I'll... You're going to go worse. I mean, yes. It's not I, right. think, I think it's too high a card. The next one is Noel Edmonds. Oh, oh. 1-0. Noel the Horror Edmonds. If that... Last card was the ace. That's the two of hearts. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's a low. It's quite a low scoring card, is Edmonds. If you're playing, you know the price. No, play your cards right. It's an easy choice after this. Surely, really, Look, his yeah. face looks like a scrub nubbin. Right. Anyway, for all American or foreign listeners out there who may not know who Noel Edmonds is, he is a uh, ex DJ, primetime TV presenter who specialises in debasement and cheesy feel-good factor-style comedy yucks and games. He used to do um, prank calls, didn't he? He did. He, uh, and he also did the gotchas, Ooh. which, on reflection, was quite prescient when you think about <laughs> some of the people he had gotcha 
over the years. Well, anyway, higher. Higher than higher, Noel Edmonds. Higher than Edmonds. Higher than Edmonds. It's Robert's Kilroy Silk, or a drawing I've done of him. That's, that's a very it's quite good nice drawing. Likeness, it's a very yeah. nice drawing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like... So where do we stand on that, then? I think he is... I think he's worse than Edmonds. Yeah, oh, he's worse. He, oh. He's quite a tough one, though, isn't it? But I think he kind of... I think he's probably a bad person. Well, you know why Kilroy I'm going to say he's better than Noel Edmonds? Oh, yeah? Because Kilroy at least knew when to step away. And go, I've, I've done it. I've done my work. Because I've not seen him on TV in a while. It's because he was an MP, wasn't it? Has he gone back to being oh. a public figure, probably? I don't know. Was he an MP? Oh, he was I one think of the he started. I think he, was, he a... was in UKIP. He was know? in the original, the original lineup of UKIP. He was, yeah. Before uh, they you know, got a whole different band in. <laughs> <laughs> and they went on tour. That become the original UKIP. <laughs> <laughs> he still tours as UKIP, though, he's I think. Still, but he's not legally allowed to use that name. No. Robert Kilroy Silk's UKIP. Yeah. yeah he does the clubs as. Yeah. Oh, you've got, he's got a very... Um, an almost uh, insouciant pout there he's, he, in I, your drawing. And I like his, scent, his side parting. That's incredibly well caught. Thank Very you. Nice. Because side partings are, as we all know, the best kind of parting. So I'd say better. The next one's going to be better. Isn't better it? than Robert Kilboy. I'm going to say worse, just to be different. Okay. I'm afraid it's better. It's the Planet of the Apes film. That, that is good. Is that Caesar, as played by Roddy McDowell? It is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. See, I... I'm a fan of the Planet of the Apes films. Yes, but you're still wrong about it being worse, aren't you? But you know what's weird about the Planet of the Apes? No, well, yeah, no, I, I stand down. I know I was wrong with that. But the Planet of the Apes films are very interesting films because every single one of them ends on a downer. Even yeah. the light-hearted uh, yeah, yeah, Planet really of the Apes does. Because there's one where... Uh, Roddy Mc- Is it Roddy McDowell? Yeah, it's yeah, Roddy yeah, McDowell. Yeah. He plays a descendant of Caesar. And in one of the films, they blow up the planet. And so him and a girl and a baby ape go back, go back in, time in time to the 70s. And have basically the Star Trek for Voyage Home episode, don't they? Where it's like yeah, it's fish escape, out of water. escape from the Planet of the Apes. That one. Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Thank you very I've much. I've only ever seen the original, and then the Tim Burton remake, which was very poor. Very poor. <laughs> very poor. But yeah, it's a really light-hearted, funny little romp where these monkeys get become celebrities, and they don't quite get the world and all this stuff. And then in the last five minutes, they get violently shot, and then yeah. she throws her baby into the sea, and you think, yeah. "Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that never happened to Kirk." <laughs> The, the 70s, though, they knew how to do a downbeat ending they, to an otherwise light-hearted movie. They loved it. <laughs> they love it. Planet of the Apes. It's got to be worse. It's got to be worse. Gotta I'm going to go with you on worse. It's got to be worse than Planet of the Apes. You're both right. It's Piers Morgan. Ooh, Holy shit. We have, we have dropped several levels. Look at his, <laughs> look at his face. We are subterranean at this point, oh, I think. Look at his I nasty face. I really hate Piers Morgan. I mean, the thing about it is, obviously, he's a journalist and an editor of Daily Mirror. And that in itself is a war crime. But it's just that face. Like he's smelling his own farts constantly. Well, uh, it's healthy, <laughs> as we know. Yeah, yeah, well. I always thought it was healthy. Now I've been, uh, <laughs> now I've been um, vind- vind- vindicated. Vindicated. Yeah, that's the word, yeah. Vindicated. <laughs> I really don't like him. And I was happy when his CNN show got axed. It's got to be better than Piers Morgan. It's got to be better. Unless, unless you, next, the next card is Timmy a Mallet? photo of, yeah, Rolf Harris, Stuart Hall. <laughs> Unless it's a group family shot of BBC One <laughs> during the late 70s, and nothing can top it. Well, here's who it is. Spoilers again for this. Uh, you'll have to decide as well when you see it whether it is better or worse. It is the killer dwarf from the end of the film, Don't oh. Look Now. Oh, no. Oh. But is she, who murders Donald Sutherland in the end, is she better or worse than Piers Morgan? She's I a lot better. She's better than yeah. Piers. At least, she, yeah, she is. She's definitely better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah points, points to both of you. It's easy. She's least... creepy. She's scary. The way she shakes her head is very enigmatic. 
Yeah, I for me, it's the sort of slow movement of a kind of cleaver. It's quite slow. It's not even yeah. what a is terrifying it? film that yeah. is. Do you have a knob beaker? A knob beaker. <laughs> oh, this is new. What's a knob beaker? He's well, another of the weird muppets. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Sure. Go on. Uh, a knob beaker. There was this thing with you know mum's net. Yeah. Is I don't I've never been on it myself, but uh, it's a it's a popular website for mothers. It's a forum for mothers to, to complain uh, about kids. And apparently this and woman just overshared and and said how her and her husband had to have a she had to have a knob beaker. But what does it do? <laughs> it's a beaker of water for him to clean his knob with after they have sex. <laughs> That's a great idea. It's not a great idea. Because I was, it's I was horrible. using wet wipes. It's horrible. No one, and no one, I don't want to know about you and your husband's knob beaker. <laughs> Just leave it. Some things are best <laughs> left. You know, keep the romance alive. The point is that knob beaker wouldn't work because if he's erect, then it's going to be hard for him to push it down and in. Yeah. It's better to just use a, a, I don't know, like a sponge. No, we'd assume he's that got at least a semi-froppy. <laughs> from from uh, Don't Look Now <laughs> at the end. The knob beaker at the side. <laughs> he dunks <laughs> at the end. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, worse, I don't know, it's a crit. It's, it's I'm going to say better. Better. Just Let's because it's unsettling better. and unusual, so I'm going to say better. better. Do you wanna draw- make, how many cards? Do you, do you want to make this the last one? No, let's go for them all. Go yeah. for them all. Okay. It's a high card. Santa oh, it's Claus. Santa Claus. Oh. Oh. And that looks like an informal picture of Santa. So I'm wondering <laughs> if that's a family photo that you've blown up? No, no. It's just, although it's, I, think I, I think domain? I found it <laughs> by, uh, <laughs> it's quite a creepy looking Santa Claus in a way. So I think it is a bit too, uh, a bit too real. I think it was just a Google image search of Santa or Father Christmas or something. And that came up. Yeah. What's bizarre is his weird. It looks like he's got a tie made of his beard. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, because the way the Velcro has gone over to hide the buttons. Yes. There's a little bit of white fluff, which means the collar is sadly lacking in flair. Can't be better than Christmas, can it? I'm going to say it's better than Christmas. It's the fun. Oh, it's the fun. That is better. Better than For me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's better. E- yeah. right, e- so we can't do any better than the fonts at this point. Has to be worse than the fonts. <laughs> right, bring it back to that. <laughs> All right, worse than the Fonz. I'm going to say worse than the Fonz. Got to be worse. Got to be worse. Paul McCartney. Oh. Paul, right, Paul McCartney. Oh, well, you know, I'm Paul McCartney. Ooh. See, I'm the only person from the Northwest who can't really do a Scouse accent. It's quite <laughs> tragic. Ooh. All right, we got it. All right, this next. I'm going to say worse than Paul McCartney. I like Paul McCartney. I don't uh, see why people have a beef well. with him. Yoko Ono in the early 2000s tried to have a toy line of cuddly toys based on scribbles John Lennon had done when he was oh, alive. Yeah, yeah. And she was, she was trying to do a line of John Lennon stuffed cuddly toys of bunny rabbits and yeah, stuff, yeah. right? He could, it, John Lennon could easily have written a song about the flumps or done the theme tune. <laughs> bum flumps. Bum flumps. Bum flumps. Big <laughs> bum flumps. <laughs> oh, you remember the flumps? Yeah, yeah. That's very nice. We'll say, let's say worse than McCartney. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, yeah, worse than McCartney. Oh, well, there's the debate then. Because it is John Lennon. See? I don't know where we stand So now. is John Lennon better or worse than I McCartney? D- I, you know what? I've never really liked John Lennon. This is not to do with his art, his music. It's not about the, his output. It's just as a human being. Oh, I just thought he's a bit of a fucking smug cock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just also I've never uh, warmed to him. The other thing that people don't realise is uh, in the early years of the Beatles, yeah, the Skiffle uh, era. Well, no, just the early, early, early career, Beatles, early Beatles career. Uh, 
Paul was the main songwriter. Mm. He wrote a good number of the songs, you know? I think I think that's right. I think I think McCartney kind of wins against him. Yeah, I think Lennon. he does, actually. I, I think, but yeah. he's not around to defend himself, is he? No, yeah. oh, you can't speak ill of the dead. Imagine yeah. you've not done tea. <laughs> I'll smack you round the, the head. <laughs> Make this the last one, I think. All right, okay, okay. last the one. The last card going to be better or worse than John Lennon? Got better. to be worse. Worse. Better. Worse. We have to decide for yourselves. It's uh, Nicholas Lindhurst. Oh, my God, that is the most... Oh. Squ- <laughs> or me wearing a Nicholas Lindhurst mask. Is that, is that a genuine Nicholas Lindhurst yeah, mask? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my mate got it for me and I think Clacton on Sea or something, where you could go into a shop and have like a rubber mask of Del Boy and Rodney... So I said, could you just get me, di- like, Rodney? I quite like the idea of just having a mask. If, if there was a UK remake of Halloween, you could probably <laughs> spray that white, white and be that. Oh, that's a se- severely that's, that's disturbing. terrifying, isn't it? I mean, seriously, like, that's like The Purge. Yeah. Or home invasion films. You know where they wear dis- distorted masks and cut people up? It's like that. What if it was a real Nicholas <laughs> Less so or more. What if it was the real Nicholas Linders wearing the mask? <laughs> yeah. Nicholas Linders. He pulls it off, and it's still him. But I don't know. That is that is disturbing, and I might keep it for bedtime tricks later. <laughs> on. So I'm just going to keep that. I'm not Ooh. <laughs> so um, who won? Um, I don't know. I thought you were keeping your own score. I didn't know it you. Was were... me, yeah, it was me, Paul. Yeah, I think it was Eli. Let's I think just it, say I'm it was pretty Eli, sure it was because it saves us another 15 minutes of arguing. So let's congratulations, Eli. I'm going to give you a round of applause. Thank you. You're too kind. Next part of the show is called The Price of Shite. Why is it called that and what do we do, Eli? Well, on this section of the show, ladies and gentlemen, we like to buy three very cheap and tatty items and then get our guest and Paul to guess the prices. It's a little competition. I've done a little jingle. You haven't? Oh, yeah, go on. Let me just remember the melody here. It's the fucking price of shite. 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 That's right. <laughs> they don't know how to react. No, don't applaud that. Don't applaud that. Do you want to try it again? I'll do it better. No. I it's the fucking no. price of shite. No. It's the fucking... No, they're saying no, so stop it. Just get out your tat. It's the price of fucking shite. That's right. No. <laughs> it's, All like, right. it's like the worst of blankety-blank and big break that match together. <laughs> That's what it's meant to be. Okay, so I have three items, and I'll get the first item out. Excuse me. And okay. Like, so um, Eli sources these items from charity shops, Oxfam, second-hand places. And what do you have for us tonight? This is a am- very amusing postcard come. Postcard come? <laughs> What's that? No, it's a postcard card. Is it made of it? it- it's postcard come sign. He's not having it. He's allergic to these. It's a postcard come notice and you'll right. see it's actually, it's plasticised. It's plasticised. It's plasticised. Uh, Some it all... would say laminated. Yeah, you could. We could. could. Could call it that. Well, no, because, sorry to say this, but lamination is actually a process where you get paper and then you put a, a layer of plastic over it. This Pure plastic the whole way through. Okay, Quality, okay? okay? He fucking I schooled you there. Um, I, but I... it is, it has a dual purpose. It can be a sign, and it can also be a postcard. You can what, see this from the what, back. What it, it says, say? Jack Dusty. It's got a little character, Jack Dusty. He's the, he's the mascot of these, uh, right. these signs. Jack Dusty says, post me today or keep me forever. <laughs> he's got a little sailor's cap. 
So he probably goes, ahoy! You could use a dry erase marker on that. You could. And then write a message and be like, nah, I don't want to send it. You could use a dry erase marker, yeah. You could send it back and forth. Use felt pen. Between one friend. (laughs) No, it says says here. No, it says here on the back. Use felt pen, China graph, or crayon to write on this side. What on fuck's name... Is a China graph. If someone could Google that, yeah, someone can Google we, that. Can we get so it's a dual purpose and it's very amusing, I think you'll find, because it says <laughs> <laughs> it says on it, wake up with a smile on your face. Sleep with a coat hanger in your mouth. <laughs> hey! Hate my life. So, uh, <laughs> sleep with a coat hanger in your mouth. So that's a, a, a present for maybe what? Someone you fucking hate. <laughs> Someone who's maybe miserable, who never smiles. Wake up with a smile on your face, you miserable cunt. Put a fucking post hat, fucking stick some shit in your mouth. You miserable fuck. In that case, okay, so that's I got my... you a present, Eli. <laughs> oh, fuck you. So this is the first <laughs> item on the price of shite. Okay, right. so That's we quality. guess how much You have to guess the price, yes. Okay, I'll let the lady go first. 5p. <sighs> no, you're not playing the game properly, are you now? Oh, wait. No, wait. Am you I... have to... You have to... Audience, have what do we think? Game. Higher, lower... Good game. I, g- I genuinely Higher. think that only costs okay, 5p. Five five That's your answer? That's your answer. 5p. Sorry? One pound fifty. Oh, from, there we go. From okay. the lady living in cloud cuckoo land. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One. Okay. They're having a thing. One pound fifty, the lady in the audience yeah. says. That's a good... Yeah. That's a, that's do you a play reason. the prices right? Do like, you, you got really excited in this month. Do you guys know what... Do you guys have prices yeah. right over here? Yeah. Come on down! Yeah. yeah, you were like, this is my game. I got this. One yeah, fifty. Yeah. I got this one shit. Fit one pound. <laughs> this is the price of shite. $2.75. Oh, I can't see it being $2 or more. Now, Abigailia, yeah. you were aware. I know you've just moved to our fair isle, but... Um, Quite condescending <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a lady, and I have to explain things with my mouth open. But, okay. Nothing, not a thing, in this whole beautiful green and pleasant land costs 5p. Oh, Nothing. Okay. A pl- a not box- even if you bought it at an op shop? No. no. Oh. A box of matches I'm costs sorry. 25p. Even and a Freddy's chocolate. Cheapest. A Freddy no, actually, chocolate. I'm wrong. No, you could get some kind of chew for a, penny, a 5p. Or penny gum. Right, then I'm well, it's not a penny gum, is it? It's a 5p gum oh, now, I'm isn't gonna, it? I'm going to re-guess. Right. I'm going to re-guess. Yeah, I'll let you re-guess because I think you, you rushed in there. I, I, you rushed in. I made a... Guys, forgive me, okay? <laughs> All right? I'm on a tight budget. I just immigrated. I only got 5p, and I really I'm not really asking you to buy it, Abigailia. You just have to guess how much it I costs me. I want to wake up every morning and be like, yeah, I'll just stick a coat hanger in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that little reminder. One pound. One pound. 75 175 okay. I think she's uh, fallen into uh, a misunderstanding. I think that's way too much. No, no offense. I'm going to go with... No, what though? No. Oh no, it's not what it's worth. It's the price. That's not the worth. I want to know how much it? your shoes are because I've been ogling them <laughs> since I got on stage. They're great boots. Anyway, wait, no, this isn't loose women. We need to. <laughs> we need to carry on. Oh, bit sexist. Tits of a stripper, shoulders of a bouncer. I'll end you. <laughs> yeah, you, know you will. I mean? Right. So yeah. you say one pound seventy-five. She says one seventy-five. I'm gonna go. I see. The thing is, I look at those kind of things in charity shops, and they tend to be twenty-five. I didn't get this from a charity pink. shop. Do you want a bit of background? I do like I w- the idea of buying a used postcard <laughs> Second hand. well perhaps someone dry wiped it maybe uh, did we figure out what china graph is, is oh, that what it was fine. called a it's wax pencil oh no, she was very keen she put no she did put her hand up so let's do this properly it's like school madam what's a china graph 
Um, they are the little pencils where you pull the string and then unravels and then you like sharpens your pencil for you. Wow, Ooh, that's pretty sweet. Thinking I've never out. seen such a thing. If no. someone I'm, could find a, a self sharpening pencil. <laughs> Why, why, why isn't World I Hunger been solved at already? at least five pounds of self-sharpening pencil. Well, now that I know we can maybe do a bit of arts and crafts on that, I've got changed your mind. But where'd you get it from? Well, near where I work, yeah. um, it's near the most famous building in the world. <gasps> Tower Big Bridge, right? Oh, right. Gotta so be, it's got to so be up there in the top five most famous building. Th- name a more famous building. Empire State Building. Yeah, Empire State Building, yeah. No, I think they're on a level. King Kong. Pyramid. King King Kong's not a building. He's a fictional monkey. No, but he made it famous. Right. What do you mean, fictional monkey? That's ridiculous. He's an ape. <laughs> <So> <laughs> anyway, uh, I work near Tower Bridge, one of the most famous buildings in the world. Yeah. Okay. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. You probably know it as London Bridge. Anyway, I'm falling um, no, down, sh- uh, falling down. <laughs> my pants are falling down. Anyway, I'm I work near there, and uh, it's a very it's a it's a tourist thoroughfare. Um, so you got it from a tourist shop. And uh, but it's near where we work, so we have to go there for crisps and things. And because it's so expensive, funnily enough, we call it Harrods. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lonely. So life. I got this from Harrods, not really Harrods, right? Um, and uh, <clears throat> I got a special price on it. Oh, you, what you haggled that? No, he said for you, <laughs> two for one. For you, this price. What are we? We charge German tourists a lot more. Wow. So we're, we're talking Great about the, Britain, hey? The price to me. So what is your guess, please? I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with 50p. 50p, and you're saying 175? 175. Okay, let's go for the next item. Oh, the mystery continues. So we find it all out at the end? Well, I'll tell you how the scoring works. Okay, (laughs) you get one point for being closest on each item. There's three bonus points up for grabs if the combined price of all your three guesses is is closest to the combined price. (laughs) This is the worst game ever. (laughs) Just so you know. Just because you're uh, number illiterate, no, just because you turned this whole fucking simple game into, like, the Enigma code. Right. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, on a Wednesday, when the moon's <laughs> in the fourth dimension, everything's worth five points. And then if you do this, it's an extra bonus one minus mega point. Disobedience I from the contestant, w- minus 200 points. Right, okay. You put no effort into this at all this year. What the week. F- fuck are you talking about? A postcard. I just want to say I cannot wait until these two finally get together. Oh, me like, too. Like this is just, you know all you're watching is the first 15 minutes of a rom-com <laughs> right now. Where they're like, I hate you. You're short. You're fat. Yeah. And at the end they're going to be like, we can't live without each other. It's going to be great. What's love got to do? <laughs> Stop, to Stop it, Paul. <laughs> they're Come going on. to My meet. friend doesn't like touching. <laughs> no. Okay. You guys are going to meet at midnight in the middle of Tower Bridge, oh. and you're going to bring the oh. coat hanger, and you're going to bring the, the posty thingy. <laughs> this, can we write this down? This is fucking hot shit. Richard Curtis can eat his knob off with this. Can we have the next item, All right, please? then. All right, plastic forks. These, this is a packet of plastic forks. Basic needs. It. it says basic needs. Basic needs. <laughs> It's from a whole range of basic needs items. <laughs> You've got wool, uh, paper tax. Uh, paper tax? What's a paper tax? Yeah, what is a paper tax? Just a regular tax? It's like a tax, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know, it's you. Your, your Americanism's invading my brain. Um, <laughs> basic paper tax is Basic needs. Forks, you know when wool. you wake up in the morning, you go, oh, Christ, I need to satisfy my basic needs. <laughs> Plastic forks. <laughs> That is the saddest This is thing. a basic needs packet of six plastic forks. How much? How much is the price of this shite? How much? Abigail, we'll go to you first. Pound. 
One pound. Yeah, I'm going to actually go with the. I'm going to say a pound. No, you know what? Because I want to make it a game. It has I'm to be different. Say, yeah. have, well, no, it doesn't have to be different. You just don't want me to win. Well, you have to go first uh, 15 minutes of a rom com. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go a pound and one pence or 99p. If you think it is around. I am going to go with one pound. Pa- uh, no, I'm going to go with one pound. I want to say one pound. I want to do you one then, pound. Jesus. This game's going well, isn't I've it? I've changed my mind. Okay, have a I, I think it's 99p. Okay, Ooh. so you're going lower. Thank I'm going you. Lower. Someone who knows about games is yeah. not ruining the fun for yeah. everyone. Because everyone's having fun. You can they tell are. By the I don't, this this half of the audience not girls. so much fun. This is not quite a lot of fun, okay? Yeah. I hope you two have been together for a while because <laughs> if this is date number two, you're done. You're done. No, this. Oh. 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 Yeah. We were all old housemates once. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my sausage. Uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, there, we broke him. Right, okay. <laughs> you ready for the milk? third item? On? Yes, yeah. the third item. The price of fucking shite. shite. Okay. That's right. That's right. Is that a Nancy <laughs> Drew novel? No. <clears throat> okay. What oh. this is, is easy listening folk of the 60s and 70s. It's a... It's a it's a cassette. Ah. It's a cassette set. There's four of them. Look, yeah, they're all in there. <laughs> See how the young girls gasp at the sight look. of the cassette tape. <laughs> it's like, look at the, how we listen to music in the this past. This has lemon tree on it. Look at Blowing this. in the wind. Mister Tambourine Man. Light my fire. That's not exactly folk, is it? What's here? You know what I like about this is I know we're all like, can you believe that Eli bought cassette tapes for a stupid game? You own a cassette player. I put money on it. You do. Wow, that means you have an old car. Yeah, where's your car from? 1995? (laughs) These are digitally remastered. Oh, on cassette? Yes. Um, And they are Reader's Digest double length cassettes, (laughs) four of them. La Bamba. And they're made in Canada, exclusively for Reader's Digest. Wow, and I think they're good as new, aren't they? It's, it's this it hasn't been touched. Um, this has on it "Let It Be," and it says nothing else. It just says "Let It Be." This also has okay. This has this has on five hundred miles. The Proclaimers uh, also a That's whole. Not, no, it doesn't. Yeah, no, no, it does. Five hundred miles, maybe different five hundred miles, it but be. it's five hundred miles. This is the sixties and, and the seventies, and then it also has a hole in my bucket. <laughs> As in, there's a hole in my bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza. So this is this is great. Okay, there's there one on here called um, "The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down." Yeah, that's the band. Yeah, yeah. no, that was an, oh, is that the name of the band? No, there was a group called the band, and that was the, one of their songs. Oh right, so it's one of those clever things like the the and the who. And... God, you really know nothing about rock and pop, do you? No. Nope. Okay, right. The band they were famously Bob Dylan's. Backing band. Oh. Very famous. Anyway, okay. Anyway, uh, oh, God, I despair sometimes, Paul. I really do. (laughs) No, you despair all the time. Yeah, I'm always despairing. I think this is the coolest thing you've pulled out so far. And also, look, it's in mint condition. You've got an important notice how to take care of your Reader's Digest cassettes. And uh, we'll just go through these. Do oh. not expose cassettes to direct sunlight or temperature extremes. Well, she knows. If this. you play she cassettes in the car, this is for you. If you play cassettes in the car, we should do not the... store them on dashboard or rear deck or wherever the sun's harmful rays can reach them. We've all been there. If a tape jams, run it on fast forward or rewind. Doesn't matter which. Um, <laughs> 
for a few seconds to relieve tension. I love to do that, <laughs> to relieve <laughs> tension. What, to relieve tension of the cassette? Oh, fast your... forward. Oh, <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> now, now, there's another problem. This is a problem a lot of cassette users y- experience. It's you all don't right, use it. You're allowed, not... It's fine. Listen. You, you don't use the cassette player in your car. No, listen. I'm fucking disgusted. <laughs> Quiet. We are not here to cassette shame you, all right? It's fine. We're all friends here. Cassette shame. <laughs> yeah, it's the new thing. <laughs> can oh, I just yeah. can I continue? Yes, you go guys? on. Yeah, this is my section. I know. Price of shite. Thank you. Uh, okay, a mu- a yes. muddy sound, a muddy a sound, muddy sound, or yes. unusually low volume generally indicates the need to clean the player's tape heads. Oh yeah, for proper cleaning method, please consult your owner's manual. And everyone keeps those, don't they? <laughs> I've got all mine. I've, I've got, got a stack my... of owner's manuals. Up to here. It's because I've got so many devices dating back to the 70s. Wow. Protect your cassettes by returning them after playing to their snap lock cases. Oh, yeah. These are fucking mint. Look at that. <laughs> snap lock. Ooh. Now, Ooh. Look, they've got ridges. Watch this. Lovely. Oh, that's nice. a lovely that's noise. Nice. That, it's, got a okay. nice, it's got a nice So action. that is a mint condition set of four easy listening folk of the 60s and 70s cassettes uh, issued by Reader's Digest, manufactured in Canada, and yours for the price Sorry. of... Go on, how much? Five pounds. Five pounds? Abaglia says five? I, uh, I would say two. Okay, now let's go back. 50p a cassette. Let's go back. Now let's see who won, because I know you are... Fizzing. Fizzy. Fizzy with anticipation. <laughs> what do we so get if we win? The satisfaction Kudos. Yeah. Okay, yeah. kudos. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Come on, Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right. Wondering. Jack Dusty says, post me today. It'll keep me forever, mate. Ahoy. Right. <laughs> Use a china graph on me, Give mate. Give us the price, you <laughs> mental. <laughs> now, what did you say? I said 175. And you said? I said 25p. No, don't fucking try it. You I said, just, it's just been so long since it, I made he, that he guess. He said 50p. 50p. Okay, 50p. It cost me, from Harrods, 99p. Oh. Do you know how, they, how much he... Uh, he sells it to Germans for two pounds. Two p. Yeah, one eighty nine. What a rip off! But I got it for ninety nine. So who wins that point? You do, for beating the system <laughs> and getting a postcard for the price of ninety. No, you said. I said one seventy five. You, you're, and you said no, a quid. I said fifty p. So he's closer. I'm one point to yeah. Paul. Thank you. Now Yay. let's move on. Move on to the basic needs. Right. I said set 90. of plastic forks. I said 99p. And you said? One pound. They cost 45p. What the oh, hell? Oh, I totally won that one. Yeah, you did. 2 nil to Abigailia. So it, no, hang on. No, not 2 nil. <laughs> I got the got first one. One all. One all. <laughs> Who's keeping score? Not you, because you're numeliterate. Hang on. I got it right. You're the one getting the points wrong. Shut your mouth. Fairy fucksock. Right, go on. Easy listening folk I hope Kelly si- Clarkson writes the musical album to, <laughs> to our love. <laughs> to yeah. your rom com. I hope she writes a song called Fuck Sock. <laughs> That'll be beautiful. Go on. Have Fuck much- Sock in the Muppet. Oh Whoa. my God, what a title. <laughs> and it sounds like one of those indie films you see with a quirky soundtrack and uh, yeah. it's, it's starring Rashida Jones or something. Could I play myself? Yes. You often yeah. have to, yes. <laughs> Easy listening folk of the 60s and 70s, mint condition, the Reader's Digest. Yeah. You said five. five. Pounds. You said two. Yeah. Price was two pounds. He's got it on the nose. Oh! And our winner, the winner shit. of Price is Shite today. It's so it, uh, it hurts me to say it, but it's Paul Gannon, yeah! everybody. That makes two in a row I've won that. Yeah, Paul's good at I this. I beat Ashens. 
Paul's good I, at this. Uh, I'm all right with this. Now, does anyone right. have like a takeout sitting in the fridge? Does anyone want these delicious basic needs? Has anyone got a basic need for Give them to problems? the children. They don't have silverware. Or perhaps like you have a they... blank spot on your kitchen wall and, you know, you need something to lift you up when you're doing the washing up in the morning. You got what, space what, for what this you in your saying? life, anyone? Yes. Yes. You think they're going to... Ch- I, I like the idea that you Is have it to... free? Yeah, you, you can have that. You can have that. You have to buy it at markup. And yeah. that you can keep. You could send that. You can send that immediately, or you could keep it forever. <laughs> forever. So, you know... That lasts forever. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And also, right. I think we're going to have to give the, uh, the easy listening folk of the 60s and 70s you. Yeah. Um, what's your name, Adam? I Sorry? hope that encourages you. What was your to- name? I've actually got something to play in my car now. Yeah. It's a really long name. Oh, that's awesome. So there you go. You can I hope I hope in your car you have like one of those cassette players that's attached to a disc man. Do you guys remember those? So you can play oh, yeah. CDs in your car. They they don't know what I'm talking about. They're like a disc man, what's that? Do you want to know what I'm a com- DJ? Do you want to come back to my place and look at my mini disc collection? Come on. It's sexy. They're like little tiny discs. It's so exciting to be at the show that Paul Gannon got arrested at. <laughs> Seriously, Paul, you're gonna get you're gonna get arrested. <laughs> Last week we did a relaxation tape. It did not go well. And so this time, me and Eli, we're gonna do for you if you're listening an exercise tape. So we're gonna do something. We're gonna motivate you to exercise with some music. And when you're listening to our podcast, you can work off a little bit of that gristle, right, Eli? Yeah, um, I'm just trying to get the record player working again. Is your old record player dying no, out? That's right. It's the wedge. I put the wedgie back in. You put the wedgie back in. Oh, wedge. It's a very high tech show. This, by the way, in case you've yeah, there we go. Noticed. We're ready. All right. Okay. So ready. this is um, um, this is just for the listeners, the listeners at home or wherever they are. We will be provide a service. Um, last week it was re- relaxation. Now this is workout because a lot of people, you know, summer's coming. They want to get the fucking bod in. Order. In shape, yeah, you the, know the glutes and the toots. the glutes and the maximus and, and biceps, <laughs> I don't know. and the triceps and so, other muscles. Uh, yes. So, to the listener, I hope you can get something out of this next bit. Should we play the music? Yes, let's do it. Let's start the exercise, the, uh, the unclickables workout exercise regime. Regime. Here we go. Okay, now shake, just shake it off. Get loose. Now, just get loose. No, don't get them involved, fucking hell. <laughs> Let's start again. Oh, fucking hell, I was getting into that then as well. Right. Oh. I like the fact that you sat down as well. Okay. okay. Let's shake it off. Yeah, now, move it up and down, and two, and five, and seven, and eight, and 23, and 19, and other random numbers. We're going to do jumping jacks now, ready? And one, and jump. And jumping jack and jumping jack and jumping jack and jumping jack and feel the burn. Ooh, you want to lose those pounds, darling? Yeah. Touch oh. your toes. Oh, you can't, can you? You fat bastard. <laughs> Just think about the cake you can eat at the end of this. Just burn off that sweat. I want to see twenty press-ups. Okay, get down on your knees. And uh, work your ass in the air, wiggle it like one of those sexy videos. Oh, wiggly, 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 woo. Wiggly, oh, wiggly, woo. motivate your bum. Ooh, ooh. Wiggly, woo. Wiggly, oh. woo. I don't know. I don't, I've never done exercise before. <laughs> you, you, 
Just stop, it's, it's not working. <laughs> oh, God, give me a McDonald's. I'm sick of it. I just want to lift shit to my mouth. I just want to lift shit to my mouth. Goodbye. Goodbye, LA police people. Don't report me. Don't fucking report me. Give me some food. Go get me some lard. I just want to eat lard. I just want to move my mouth. I'll chop my legs off. I can't fucking move. I'll just waddle around bleeding and pissing. <laughs> okay. No, that was deeply traumatizing. <laughs> that was. I, was uh... getting, I am getting a sweat on, and you're having a major emotional breakdown. But tonight he's here to rip it a large one. Please welcome on stage with all the applause you can muster, Mr. Tom Parry, everybody. Yes. Hello. Oh. What a treat. Tom, thanks for coming along tonight. I don't normally get Andy Parsons, but I'll take it. I'll take Andy Parsons. I normally get the guy uh, Gervais's mate. Oh, Pilkington. Pilkington. I normally get Pilkington. How do you feel about that? Which one would you rather have? You know, have? how do you always feel when a cunt shakes a bald person at you? <laughs> well, you just well, kind of go, oh, yeah, all right, he's bald. It could have been Peter Gabriel. <laughs> yeah, at least it wasn't Peter Gabriel. <laughs> this is a fascinating evening, by the way. I mean, I'm happy to be here. I don't quite know what it is. Oh. I don't think anyone knows what it is. No, it evolves as we go. I like it. But basically, yeah, it's a it's... magazine. Well, it's, right. it's a podcast record, isn't it? Yeah. It means we can relax on the having to make people laugh all the time part of the equation. It's just fascinating. That's all. It's, it's a really weird thing that's going on. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I <laughs> They're all right. Well, yeah. It's, They're doing their own show. It's fine, isn't it? <laughs> right. So we're going to do an interview with you to ease you in. Bless just you. Just a couple of questions. Uh, we just like to be informal and relaxed. So we've got a few questions lined up for you. Eli, are you ready for yours? Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, question number one. Mr. Parry. Yes. If you could be a doggy, what breed would you be and why? Um, I would be the guy who did. Have you, have you been on the internet today? Yeah. There's a dog they dressed up as a bear and oh, put on a treadmill. And I swear that that clip is more popular than anything I will ever do in my life. <laughs> I wrote 12 episodes of a sitcom and it will never be as popular. Well, oh, it was a shit. It was bad alts on BBC Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you have by your facial expression. That sense of resigned uh, regret. Yeah, uh, like I, I went on the, 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 the Twitter link of this dog dressed as a teddy bear and, and it made me go and look at the Twitter link of when my sitcom was on BBC Three and I just, I was so jealous of that dog. <laughs> just thought that guy's got it nailed. He's got his finger on the pulse. I'd be him. So was it galling to find that a dog on a treadmill in a bear suit Got more hits on YouTube than your carefully crafted sitcom. It was quite, you know, it was just a moment of, of self-awareness. It was humility. <laughs> so was right. in season three, maybe a scene with a dog on a treadmill? There's not going to be a season three. <laughs> well, we'll all go. <laughs> well, at least you got one more than Dapper Laugh, Scott. So well done to you, sir. Yeah. Well, that, it's a hollow victory, I grant you, but still. Yeah. We didn't have a, like a hate campaign led against us. All right, Eli, your question. So, um, do you remember I saw you? Last year, you remember that? Yeah, oh, a couple of times, maybe? Yeah, yeah. the first time, do you remember that? Mm. Okay, that's, that's my first question. <laughs> that, that, what, that's your question? Yeah, he, he, he sort of remembers. All right, okay. Yeah. Next question from me, then. Name me your favourite movie starring Steve Guttenberg, and it can't be Three Men and a Little Lady. Um, Police Academy 3. 
That's a good choice. The, f- the first four police academies were incredible. Do you think it was because of his attraction? They were at least as good as a dog dressed as a teddy bear on a treadmill. Really? Yeah. High praise. I'm going to use that as a poster quote. All right. So uh, I personally, uh, the answer could you could have given me the answer High Spirits or the Disney's Tower of Terror movie, but that's for next time. Wasn't he in um, um, Short Circuit? Yes. Ah. He was the guy who didn't do the racist Indian character. Yeah, see that one. Um, <laughs> God. What happened to Gutenberg? Gutenberg, the last I heard... His face, it all lost its shape. It didn't look... It didn't have the Gutenberg Genuinely, shape. did he get hepatitis? Oh. <laughs> no, he, See, I believe it of Gutenberg. That's the thing. <laughs> Gutenberg had a lot of action back in the day. Oh, yeah, he oh, was yeah. a fuck monster. Absolute fuck Gutenberg monster. Gutenberg is due a Tarantino comeback. Like, if Tarantino put him in his next film and everyone would be like, fucking hell, I forgot about Gutenberg. <laughs> and then he aces it and gets an Oscar. That That's what he's, he's due... He's due a comeback. You think? So, yeah. uh, Steve, if you're listening to this, give us a shout. We'll put you in touch. He was on Celebrity Big Brother, wasn't he? Gutenberg. I'm in the sure. UK. Or one of those, yeah. No. I'm I sure he remember. was. That's a fever dream. He would have won it. <laughs> you're describing. Gutenberg would have won it if he'd been on Big Brother. Of course he would. Fucking with those tight shorts he wears. <laughs> How old are you? That explains oh, that. Oh. There was this decade, right, called the 80s. There were... There were things called movies. They was, showed them in sort of... Who's Gutenberg? Gutenberg's like the Bradley Cooper of the 80s. Yeah. That's, that's how I'd explain Br- Gutenberg. Bradley Cooper wishes he was Gutenberg. Who's Bradley Cooper? Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're 20, not retarded. Fucking hell. Jesus. Right. So, Gutenberg there, and the answer was Peace Academy 3. Eli, your next question. So, Tom. Hello. I know you don't remember, but are you going to, you know... Have you got anything sort of you'd like to you'd like to say to me? Um, thank you for inviting me to your weird thank, evening. Th- <laughs> thank you, thank you. Wasn't it? Thank you, wasn't it? Uh, Paul, you just you continue. What are you yeah. fucking getting at, though? I don't. Is get this the last time we were? Was what? it? What are you getting at? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. We got drunk at a music festival. Did something happen? Oh, now, now he's <laughs> remembering it. <laughs> Did now, something oh, is something is something starting to tinkle in the old brain plate? No, I can't remember. I remember being at a music festival with you and being really drunk, but I don't, I don't remember. Just ask the next question. Just ask the next question. All right, fucking hell. Big Papa Hamster, fact or fiction? Oh, um, I have not listened to this podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fiction? It, it's, uh, yes, it is, because I'm not allowed to say it's fact, because that ends up being really fucking morally dodgy. Just shut I, up. I, I've got to show up a Big Papa. I just think Big Papa Hamster's got a future. He's got a future behind bars, Paul. Well, maybe he has. Big Papa Hamster? Yeah. Is he the Bradley Cooper of the gerbil world? Yeah, yeah he, well, absolutely. We, well, he's more like, yeah, the Rennie Zellweger of the uh, No, of the he's more like world. the Matthew McConaughey of the rat world. He's more like the Go Anthony on. Bourdain Ooh. of the uh, of the celebrity rodent sphere. He's like the Lars von... Tr- I don't fucking know where <laughs> we're going with this. Anyway, Big Papa Hamster, fact or fiction? He says fiction, and that is correct. And your last question, Mr. Silverman. Are you going to apologise for what you did to me at that music festival? What did I do to you? It wasn't sexual. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it was... So, just... just, just Go on. Just apologise. I mean... Was it something I should apologise for? Well, that's... Well, that's... You know, I mean, if you have to ask that question. Yeah, he is. He's like, I want to fucking know what's going on. I, I thought we had a good time. 
Yeah, I thought it was a good time as well. Just, but, just apologise for it. Just apologise to him, Tom. Fucking I'll, I'll never, I never, I'll never apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, what are you going to do? You're not going to get an apology, mate. I'm going to go and get Big Papa Hamster's loving. <laughs> Sweet. Can we move on from Big Papa Hamster <laughs> Let's records? Let's move on. In that case, round of applause for Tom and his interview. Yeah. Right. So there you go. Four lovely clips. There were some clips. Oh, and there was an audience and people laughed and a merry time was had. And yeah. you know what? You, Mr. Listener or Mrs. Listener, I'll, <laughs> I'll point that out. Mr. or Mrs. Listener can come along. You can come along to see us perform. They, they can come and see Cheap Show live. live. We're a live pod usually. Yeah, we we we're going to do a one live and one pre-record now. I think going forward, I reckon. Okay, that'll work. We've got um, a few shows coming up in September, but basically, long story short, if you live in London and you want to come see us, you can go to uh, our so website. If, if they don't live in London, they're not allowed. No, not by. Well, they can come in and be expensive. Well, they're allowed though. I mean. They're allowed to come. We're not saying you're not allowed to come. We're well, just it saying, sounded a bit like you were saying that. I don't want to sound like I'm turning people away at the door. If Where you, you come from? If you live anywhere, jet in from the Arctic. Yeah. Fly in from uh, Tennessee. Because the show's free. All you've got to do, your, you you... do is get your plane. Yeah. How much is that going to cost you? Nothing. Cheap show. Anyway, the point being is that if you want to come see us live, we perform in London monthly. Uh, dates will be up online soon. And if you want to know the latest show, uh, go to our website. All the information is at our website now. It's great. And what's the website? It's www.thecheapshow.co.uk. What was that, Paul? It was www.thecheapshow.co.uk, spelled T-H-E-C-H-E-A-P-S-H-O-W. .co.uk. Brilliant. And, and there are all the podcasts are there uh, to listen to live on the internet. Uh, you can go to our tickets page where you can buy, not buy, they're free. You can get a, you can a, pre-book tickets. Yeah, you can pre-book tickets to our live show. We've got three in September. Uh, one of them's in Liverpool, so, you and know. What, what else can they do, Paul? Can they subscribe? Yes. Subscribe. If you listen to us, subscribe. If you like what we've got going on, subscribe. You can subscribe on uh even if, you, even if you hate us, you even can still you subscribe us, and you don't, you don't have to listen. You don't have to listen. Just subscribe. Press the button. Click the button for make, fuck's make, sake. Make our lives worth living. Because I'm, I'm close to ending it all. <laughs> and Eli always is. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Mental no, illness, not, brilliant. No, nothing funny about mental illness, mate. <laughs> Looking dark. You so you're laughing. laughing. You're laughing. I'm not crying. The point is, you could save our lives by just pressing the subscribe button. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on Stitcher. You can even go and like us on um, SoundCloud, where we host all our accounts. And if you've got a podcast app for your phone, just type in Cheap Show. It's one word. Might be two, depending on the podcast network you're using. But it's meant to be one word. <laughs> That's a fucking point. This is a little look behind the scenes that they yeah, don't, they need, don't need. need it. Anyway, the point being is subscribe to us. We're a fortnightly podcast. I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd subscribe if I was me. All right. Uh, and you can so go to our website www.thecheapshow.co.uk or uh, sub- go find us on Twitter. We're at the Cheap Show Pod. That's at T H E. No, it's all right. The Cheap Show Pod. You can and we have a little banter and we do things on Twitter and we have a right old time, don't we? We you do. Don't know. You don't. I also uh, sometimes host a radio show, Paul. Do you? Yes. Do you want to uh, segue into that? It's online at Soho Radio. 
and the show's called Hidden Level, and it's my friend Virgil Howe's show. Virgil Howe, who's in the band Little Barry. Yes. Which is, amazingly, they do the theme for what? Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. The bit at the beginning of Better Call Saul. That's wicked. So, Virgil's show is Hidden Level on Soho Radio, and I have um, guested on the show, and I also, sometimes when Virgil is being a busy, busy rock drummer, I have to... uh, (laughs) Step in. I have to step in and host the show, which I love to do. And And you do well. Thanks very much. So go, yeah, check that out. Sohoradio.co.uk or is it .com? <laughs> Mate, come on. <laughs> Can I pimp my show? What are the details? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Go to online, search for Soho Radio, S-O-H-O. You'll find it. You'll find it, baby. Hidden level, Eli or Virgil. There's all the word you need for your yeah. search engine. Maybe. Right. So, and you've got a Twitter account in it. In it. I have, I have, this I is have always, Why is it our sign-offs are always protracted? We can't just go, hey, you like the podcast? Let's I don't go know, to www.thecheapshow.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at thecheapshowpod. It's always this, well, uh, i got to think about this and uh, i got to do that, and, you know, in case you don't spell it right. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I've got. All right, well, then you can follow us. Eli is Eli Snoyd and I'm at Paul Gannon Show and our third member for the live show, Ash Frith, is at Ash Frith. F R I T H, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's cheap show for this week. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I've kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, follow, subscribe, love us, show us your love, get in touch with us, speak to us, show us that we're not just shouting into the darkness. Bye, bye. We need a better sign off. We need a witty sign off. Okay, can you think of one? This is the cheap show, not a peep show. No, that's real bad. We've been cheap. You've been stay cheap. Stay cheap. Nah.